Good evening, everybody. This is uh, Tuesday evening time of corporate prayer in our January 2021 time of prayer and fasting, Tuesday, the 5th of January. And it's our second day into our time of prayer and fasting. And these three hours is where we gather together. We'll have a message from Marcelo Albuquerque tonight, and um, he'll have a few other people participating. And then we'll have they were going to lead us into prayer and intercession. So uh, don't forget, you've got the chat open to you. Also, you also got the question and answer, the Q&A, which goes to the, the panelists. But still, be nice to participate in those ways and um, enjoy the time together. People last night were joining us all the time and uh, some can't make it like necessarily for the full three hours. So we understand that you, you come and go as you're able and um, we're recording it, so maybe we can also put this out on KTTV um, Catch Up so that other people can enjoy it. I'd like to mention too that we've got on our website, KT website, a prayer rota for people to sign up to, to register that you are praying um, during some hours outside of these regular hours. That's just to give opportunity to multiply prayer and for us to follow what's actually going on. In terms of prayer lines, most of the prayer lines that we were following last year during the 72 hours of prayer, they, they, they still applied. Some of those were really deep and ongoing, but also um, encouraging you to follow the prayer lines that come out of the teaching and preaching. I mean, last night I spoke on the book of Jonah and you know, every, every few minutes there was a prayer line, a prayer line, a prayer line that, that was coming out. And so make notes and that will fuel your prayer. But also in the two hours following the um, time when Marcelo will be addressing you, the various leaders, and he will introduce them as they go, as we go through, they will be putting some prayer lines down. And last night people were quoting scripture and there's a, a, a lot to write down and to, and to think about and to take notes on. So that's it. So welcome, welcome, welcome to everybody. And uh, we're so encouraged to be able to meet together and to share together. We pray the Holy Spirit will bless us as we uh, wait on the Lord this evening. Um, after a little while, when Marcelo is finished, I'm going to switch off my video. Um, I'll still be here, but um, I just I just thought it might be better for me not to be looking into the lens of the camera and <laughs> putting people off, but we can participate. And most most of the delegates anyway, apart from the panelists, uh, you're, you're not on video anyway. So that gives you a little chance to relax, um, have a glass of water, make a cup of tea or whatever you're permitting yourself during this time and to, to be with us throughout the whole of the evening. So that's it, I'm gonna pray and then hand over to Marcelo. You know Marcelo, most of you, I'm sure, if not all of you, he is the leader of Lantern City Church Central um, uh, and also international. So he has uh, different churches that he looks after in London and in different parts of the world, including Brazil and Germany and different places. And we have had some guests that have um, stepped out from KT and moved on to plant churches. I uh, know that um, Claudio from uh, Italy, a little bit north of Rome, where he is situated. He's with us tonight. So we're going to welcome all of those people, and it's going to be a, a great opportunity to share together. So let's pray 
Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity that we have um, in this format where we can spend extended time together in your presence and also praying and seeking your face. We pray for the very special help of your Holy Spirit upon all that is said and done. And we pray that we'd be truly led by the Spirit and that your word to our hearts as we listen to you as well as speak to you that that word to our hearts will be strong and clear and, and enlightening and encouraging. So Father, we lift up the, tonight to you, bless everybody that's attending and all those that are yet to join us, bless them and draw them closer to each other and to the Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay, Marcelo, over Thank to you. Thank you, Colin. You can use Spotlight, Marcelo. Thank you. Thank you very much, Colin. Thank you, Ed Walsh, as well, who accepted to join me this first hour. Uh, myself and Ed, we work together with the Food Hub, and we have been sharing a lot of experience uh, with uh, the thing KT without walls. It is beautiful to see uh, what God is doing, and uh, also a lot of expectation, anticipation. Uh, regarding about what God is going to do because he's doing and will do a lot of things as well. So personally, I think it is amazing time to be alive in a such time as this. Um, I was listening to Colin yesterday. It was an amazing message. Uh, the history of uh, healing denomination was in a time of Christ. It was a time, very difficult time in First World War, uh, Spanish flu, a lot of things happened. And then in the time of as this, with coronavirus crisis, I believe we, we, can be, we can see God doing a lot of things. We can see God using us in an amazing way because a lot of times I heard the expression uh, unpredicted, uh, unprecedented, sorry, unprecedented. So many times I heard this expression, unprecedented, some things that never, never happened before. And then every time I heard this expression, I think if uh, there are a lot of things with <clears throat> unprecedentedness, I believe God has a kind of fresh power, fresh move of Holy Spirit in an unprecedented way to, to, to pour out over us. So I believe what Paul said in Ephesians 3 verse 10, Paul says, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. So the manifold wisdom of God will be manifest, will be made known through us, through the church, his body. God is going to use us to let a lot of people, uh, mainly unbelievers, they, they will be amazed. Uh, to see what God is doing through us. So I believe it is a very exciting time uh, to be alive because uh, I feel in my heart. Uh, yesterday when I heard Colin's message, it was a kind of, you know, hammer word for everything I have uh, praying for, waiting for. So I believe in a new commission, commission and recommission. I think God is going to, to wake up a lot of people for this time and then uh, I am a participant of this you are 
as well. So let's open our hearts for everything that God has prepared for us. So tonight, we are going to pray for many things. We are going to pray for KTB.was, the influence of the church outside of the church building, through cells, through um, small groups, through mission, through personal testimony, so through social media, through social work, through uh, church planting programs, and many different other things. So I believe uh, in the power of God uh, through his church for this time. Uh, I, am, I am a kind of a testimony of what God can do in a different way, a part of uh, church meetings. Um, very quickly, I'd just like to, 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 to let you know a very short part of my testimony. Back in 1993, um, I was in the high involvement with drugs and alcohol, violence, a lot of things. My mother gave her life to Jesus in five years before I was 17. In 1993, I was 22. And then my life was without any kind of perspective. I was thinking maybe I will die very soon for the very bad lifestyle I had in that time. Then my mother always invited me to go to her church and I sometimes I went for obedience, but I didn't like of the, the approach of the church, the way of the church. I didn't like the, 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 the way of they, they do things. I was very rebel, very crazy guy. Then one day in middle of night, night three, I was depressed because I, I had used drug, drugs Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and it was a Monday morning, and I was depressed. I was thinking to take my life, to, to kill myself, because what's the point? I was destroying my life, destroying my family. Then I, I found a, a, a radio station, played some very nice music. Then I realized that radio station was a, a Christian radio station. Then I was thinking, wow, wow, I like this music, rock and roll talking about Jesus, reg, talking about Jesus. Today is normal, but back in 1993 in Sao Paulo, in Brazil, it wasn't normal because uh, the outward impression of uh, every young guy for the church was like uh, just uh, religiosity, stuff like that. So God used a radio station to attract me to his presence. Then I took the note, the address of the church. I went to the church by, like I spy, you know, I was very far away from, from my home. Then I gave my life to Jesus and God started a transformation in my life uh, using a, a radio, using a radio program. And today we have social media, today we have uh, internet, today we have a lot of different ways to, to do things because that time we, the church had to pay millions to have time in radio stations to, to do a program. But today it is, the only thing we need to have, it is a internet connection, 3G, 4G or wireless, and we can broadcast the word of God, the music. So we live in a time that we will see amazing things. We are seeing, and we are going to see even more things uh, happening. So in that time, in 1995, I, I met KT people calling, um, and the IBOL students, a lot of missionaries from KT, so I know the, the importance of KT. It is very important for London because it is a powerful church. It's located in a very strategic place, but KT has 
it is influenced beyond London, beyond UK. And uh, it is the reason we have many people today participant, part, taking place with us uh, in this webinar. People from Italy, from people from Brazil, people from Angola, uh, Londoners, uh, because it is what KT is, a church for the nations, London and the world for Christ. So I really thank you, um, Ed Walsh here with us. He's a Londoner. I always tell him, uh, I respect him a lot because I, I feel myself as a missionary here in UK. So if I'm a missionary here, I feel like uh, I need to respect the locals. I need to learn with the locals because they know a lot of things. Then I always, when I have opportunity to sit with a Londoner, I love this seat. It's my mission field right now. I love the nation, I love Brazil, I love a different place, but it's my mission field in London right now. So I respect him a lot. I respect Scott a lot because I want to learn more about the Londoners because I want to see, we will see a lot of Londoners come to Christ in Jesus name. But uh, uh, I have a short message to give to you today. And I hope it is, it is put some fire in your heart. It is Isaiah chapter six, verse one. I was, like I was speaking a few minutes ago, I remember the first time I saw Colin and uh, Greenville Barber and Willie News and a lot of people from KT in Brazil, in Sao Paulo. After that, what's happened with me is that every year when I knew that there would be a prophet conference in my heart, I start to anticipate what God has prepared for me. Because night five, I got a portion. Night six, another portion. Night seven, I received a prophetic word from Colin that changed my life. So I believe God has a powerful anoint for this church. We have seen it and God has more for us, more for the KT body, more for the people connect with KT because KT has many sons and daughters scattered all over the world. And we are going to see God doing things in a powerful way as we sing in an even more powerful way yet. So Isaiah chapter six, verse one to eight, it is a very well-known passage of the scriptures. Uh, the word of God says, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and exalted sit on a throne and the train of his hope filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings, they cover their face. With two, they cover their feet. And with two, they were flying. And they were calling to one another. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of his, their voice, the doorpost of the thresholds shook and the temple was filled with smoke. Hold to me, I cry, I am ruined. For I am a man of unclean lips and I live among a people of unclean lips and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongues from the altar. With, with, with it, he touched my mouth and said, 
See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. Then I heard, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, who shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, here I am, send me. Wow. Can you imagine? Isaiah, he had no idea of what God had prepared for him. He was a, a guy, a normal guy. Maybe he was a noble person, but he wasn't a prophet yet. It, this passage talks about the commission of the prophet Isaiah. And then he saw the Lord. He saw the Lord sitting on the throne. He saw the glory of God. He saw his, his clothes was filled the temple. Then above the thrones, they saw the, the angels, but not normal angels, the seraphim, the powerful angels. And they were, they had six wings. Two, they covered their, their face. Two, they covered their feet. And two, they were flying. And they were saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The earth is full of his glory. And then when Isaiah saw it, he was in fear because he saw, oh, my Lord, I'm ruined because I saw the Lord. I saw the God. I saw the King. I saw the, 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 the God Almighty. I'm in trouble because my lips, my, my lip is unclean. I live among a people of unclean lips as well. And I, I saw the God. I saw the, the King, the, the, the God Almighty. So he was scared and because I think he felt he, he was unworthy to, to, to be in that position. He was unworthy to see what he saw. But one of the seraphim took a live coal from the altar and touched his lips and told to him, your sins are forgiven. Your sins are that it's a turn for. You are, you are forgiven. Today, we do not have seraphims touching our lips, but we have the blood of Jesus that was, was poured out for us in the cross. So I think many times we felt the same, they felt the same thing that uh, Isaiah felt. Who am I? Who am I for, for God to use me in the times such as this? Who am I? I? I feel inadequate. I feel not prepared. I feel God can use anyone but me. God can do whatever he wants to do. He can use ABC, but me, I'm just a spectator. I want to tell you, yesterday I heard from Colin, it's a time of commission, it's a time of recommission. It's a time that people will be getting personal experience for, with God for the first time. New people, unpredictable people, people that we never know. Never, we never would imagine that guy could be used by God and we are going to see guys that in, in our eyes or anyone but him. Yeah, God is going to confuse a lot of people because he, he chose the, the things that are not. So he used the, the, the things that are crazy in this world to, to confuse that people, they think they are wise. God is amazing, you know, but I think this time also as well, God is going to use people in a such powerful way 
for a second time, for a third time, because I know my friends, a lot of people had a powerful experience with God in the past. And we ask, to, ask for many people about today. What about today? Why almost every experience is in the past? Why? Oh, I remember in the tabernacle. I remember night and night, same thing. I remember blah, blah, blah. Uh, my friend, praise the Lord for the past. But uh, we are in 2021. We are in the beginning of, beginning of the third lockdown. Praise the Lord. The churches are not closed. Praise the Lord because we have the freedom to use internet. But more than this, we have the power of God to anoint us again, to give us a fresh power to use us in a such a way that we, want, we are going to be amazed. I'm waiting for this. I think my friend, someone is gonna have a personal experience of God for the first time. But a lot of people, most of people today, you need a fresh anointing. You need a restart, a recommissioning. You need a, a kind of God, do, do it again. I don't want to be the, the Christian of the past. Thank you for our history. Thank you for our past. Thank you for everything that God has done for us. But God has something prepared for us today. Today, a new and fresh anointing for our lives in Jesus' name. So I want to tell you one thing. I have no idea how many times I participate in conference when the preacher preached this passage, Isaiah chapter six, and then some, in such a moment of the service or the meeting, close your eyes. And the guy came to the keyboard, play some very nice music. If you want today to say to the Lord, here I am, send me, come to the front. And when we see, Hundreds of people come to the front. Hallelujah. I have done this a couple of times. Praise the Lord for this. Oh, Lord. But I know a lot of people. They go the conference after conference after conference after conference, receive anointing, anointing, anointing. What have you done with the anointing that God gave to you? God wants to use us, not just in church building, not just in meeting like this with believers. God wants to use me and you outside of the church to be a witness of his power. Whatever you work, whatever, whatever you do, it's the reason tonight we have people who are musicians to pray. We have people working in NHS. We have kids ministry. We have pastors who plant a church. We have pastors who are in charge of many different things. And then today we have a social work like Pastor Ed. Pastor Ed is a guy who has a heart for London, for the people. He does this work for many, many years. I believe, my friends, God has something new prepared for us. But I want to tell you just some things before I hand the word for, for Ed or for Pastor Colin, uh, before we go, go forward. First of all, do not live in the past. In the same book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verse 18, we have listened to this passage many times. Yesterday was amazing. My friends, the Filipinos' friends, was amazing. Thank you, Rodel. Thank you, all the Philippines. I was really blessed yesterday through your life, guys. You have no idea how much I was blessed. But in Isaiah 43, verse 18, and verse 19, listen to this. 
forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing new thing. Now it springs up. Do you, do, not, do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and the streams in the wasteland. Wow. You know, probably you have heard this passage many, many times. But every time I listen to this passage, that God speak with me through this passage of the Bible, always I feel God saying to me, do not live in the past. Do not dwell in the past. Sometimes we are carrying, carrying in our heart wounds, traumas, disappointments from the past. And we have a very good excuse today because every time that we feel God sent to us something new, the first thing, oh, but you know, you know what's happened with me, 19, 17, 2010, 2003. Okay, my friend, we have, we have disappointments, you know, we have hard times, but God can heal us. God can restore us, recommission us. God can do new things in our lives. Do not accept to get a, to become a kind of, you know, bubbling Christian. Just complain. No, 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 no. We need to fill our hearts with a holy expectation. We need to fill our heart with a holy anticipation. God, I know if a lot of unprecedented things is happening before my eyes, I believe. God has a kind of unprecedented move of God, anointing to pour out over our life, fresh power, fresh revelation, renewing of God's people in Jesus' name. Today I was thinking in the word disappointment. Disappointment, it's a very common word among Christians. Oh, I'm very disappointed. I'm very disappointed. But I, I believe God can reappoint us because disappointment is like a, I was pointed to somewhere and then I got a disappointing. Then I was doing a good thing, going in the right direction and then disappointed make me without point. Then I start to go around in the desert. But God can reappoint us, reappoint to give a new way, a, a, a new direction, a new target, a new goals in your heart to fill with a holy expectation, saying, God, I am the church who are living in a such a way, in a such days, and I am your people, Lord. I want to use me. Use me in a time, in a such time like this. Use me. Maybe everything you have learned, maybe everything you got in your life, in your past experience, it's for this time. For this time, God's going to use everything. Disappointments, disillusions. Disillusion is another good word. I don't know if in English makes sense, but to live in illusion is not a real word. That person is eluded, he's a dreamer. So sometimes we are disilluded. Disillusion, it's God taking us out of illusion, saying to us, oh, it is the real world. The enemy is real. He is crazy. He is very upset with the church, but bigger is the one who is with us than the one is against us. 
So if the enemy is furious, it is right. But I'm a Christian. I'm a born again Christian. I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe we are before one of the greatest opportunities of our lives. I believe, I'm not saying this because I'm a pastor, I need to say this to make you happy. No, I want to tell you, if you are willing to pay the price, to pay the price to forget the past, to pay the price to live what is written in Romans 12 too, do not be conformed with this word. Do not accept the woke agenda. Do not accept the things that the, win, the enemy wants you to make us, make us to do. And I want to be renewing my mind because I want to know the perfect will, the good will, the best thing that God has prepared for us. I have a lot of scars in my soul, you know? I have a lot. If you want, if you, if you want me to talk about suffering, I can tell you a lot. I can go back and you maybe you are going to cry, you know? <laughs> but what didn't kill me make me stronger. Hallelujah. What the enemy tried to kill me make me stronger. You know, God used everything to teach me to teach me to learn, uh, rely on him because, you know, Sometimes we put so much hope in human beings and human beings is like us. Sometimes we failed people without intention. Sometimes we put people down and we have no idea. So I didn't know you were mad with me. We are humans. Sometimes we do, we do wrong trying to do right. It is ridiculous, but it is what we are. We, sometimes we, we have no control. Then when you have disappointment with people, it's a good opportunity to seek God and say to God, God, that experience disappoint me. Please reappoint me again. Please recommission me again. Then I believe this week of prayer and fasting in the first week of the year, thank God. I really appreciate this moment. I really know it's a time of destiny for us. It's a time for reappointment. It's a time for recommissioning. It's a time where God is going to do powerful things in our lives. We had the experience last year in September, the 72 hours of praying fast. Wow. And now we have a bigger opportunity because we don't have just three days. We have six days. And then after that, my friend, we are going to see what uh, God is going to do through us, not just in, in the middle of church people, not just in the church building, but wherever God sent you. May God use you powerfully to give hope, powerfully to tell to the people that is hope because there is a God. That is God. I want you to finish just to sharing an experience I had uh, uh, three or four years ago at Porchester Hall. Uh, we used to, to, to have our meetings at Porchester Hall. And then uh, we use normally Sundays 9 to 2 o'clock, 9 a.m. to 2 o'clock p.m. And then normally that place was used for many different things. There was a wedding party one evening before. Then when I get in, in the Porchester Hall, there was a lot of security guys. Then I, 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 I looked to one of them, a Spanish guy, his name was Javier. 
Then I talk to, I, I start to speak with this, this security guy. I told him, what's going on, man? Why so many of you guys here? And he told me yesterday there was a wedding part. An English guy was marrying a, a woman from Malaysia. Malaysia, Malaysia woman. I cannot say, I, I can't remember. People from Malaysia is Malaya or something like that. So the English guy, some of the, 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 the guests didn't like the food from Malaysia. Then they, they ordered 50 Domino's pizza for the wedding part. Then when the guys brought the 50 pizzas from Domino's, the, of course, the, the, the father, the parents of the bride got offended and there was a big fight, a big confusion. They destroyed the part, they destroyed the, the, the bride cake, they destroyed everything, it was a mess. Then this guy, this Spanish guy, he told me, you know, pastor, I work with security in the, in the night, nice clubs, stuff like this. I see the worst state of human beings. You have no idea where, what I have seen. I have seen things like this, shameful. And sometimes I lost my hope in the humanity. But every time when I come to work in this place and I see you guys, how you treat yourselves, the love, you respect me, you always kind with me. When I see you Christians, I feel that is hope. So it is something that I believe that God wants to use us. Because sometimes we have a lot of Christians, blah, 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 blah. Talk a lot, but no testimony, no love, no anointing, just legalism. I remember, I'm finishing now. I remember one quote from Franklin Theodore Roosevelt. He said, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. If we are the people who carries the love of God, if we are the people who carries the presence of God in our lives, I believe these people, they will know the God we love, the Jesus we love. Not just, not just because what we preach, what we preach is important, but what we do out of the church. My pastor is here, I love Colin. And I have no idea how many times I heard Colin say, the real work of the church starts when the service finish. I don't know how many times I got this truth in my heart. The real work of the church begins when the service finish. To be a light with other lights, that's good. It is easy. But to be a light in the darkness, it is for real Christians. And we are. It's the reason we are here tonight. Well, bless you all. I hope that each one that God's going to use today to pray, to share with us, it's going to be something powerful for our lives in Jesus' name. So stay with us. I want you to hand to, 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 to Ed Walsh now. Thank you very much, Ed, for, for being with us tonight, man. I love you and uh, I really appreciate you. Thank you, Marcelo. What, 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 that was very encouraging, very heartfelt, you know, very compassionate. I know that you have London in your heart. I want to say thank you to Colin and the team. I've been part of KT now for three decades or more. 
and uh, there's not many of us around. We go back a long, long way, Colin. Um, but uh, one of the things I, I'm, I'm very thankful for is going through these seasons that we've been through. And uh, I want to confirm again that this is our season. I mean, we had a conversation, Colin, a little while uh, ago, a couple of weeks ago before Christmas, and we said, uh, what, what do you expect in, in 2021? And I said, I'm really excited. I said, I'm really excited for this year because if it's anything to go by, what we saw in 2020, where God was touching people, people came down to the food hub, um, total strangers, and God was giving us words of knowledge and we were speaking and he was praying, the Holy Spirit came upon people, they broke down into tears. I know Marso, Marcelo has uh, also experienced that. The Church Without Walls, I've been saying Church Without Walls for about two decades. And so it's not a new thing. I've always believed that the church shouldn't be hidden. The church is meant to be on a hill where it can be seen. And Colin, you've got that book, you know, over the portrait with the, with the church on the hill. Uh, is it the uh, um, building of London City Church? And so, you know, we've, we've been there. I've seen many, I was born in a move, move of God in London and I grew up in London and I'm very much a Londoner and London is in my heart. I've traveled, I've traveled abroad. We help plant churches in Avalon and in Nigeria and in some other parts of West Africa. And, but at the same time, you know, London, I would say, Lord, when you're away in another continent or another country, you know, the faith level seemed to be higher, but in London, people, it was harder to break through. And I thank God that I've seen many breakthroughs through the season. And I believe that we're gonna get a breakthrough in this season. So I just wanna encourage us, you know, I set a focus of Matthew 6, 33, which says, seek first the kingdom of God and all these other, oh, sorry, and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added to you. And so, you know, Marcelo, you're talking about the kingdom. And most people haven't had a lot of kingdom, if you like, experience with the Lord says, come up here, you know, experience me, be amongst me, you're seated in heavenly places. And, and, I, and I remember those times of, of the loneliness where I had to encourage myself and stir myself and, 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 and challenge myself to rise up to the challenge. And I thank you, Colin, for setting many of those challenges, by the way. And, um, you know, you know that I've always been on, on point in terms of delivery. And so I want to I want to encourage you now because I have a word from Amos uh, uh, three, uh, sorry nine uh, verse three, and it says, um, "Behold, the days are coming," says the Lord, "when the plowman shall overtake the reaper." Now I believe that God is about to raise up plowmen. You know, you can't get a harvest unless somebody's plowing the ground, and I want to encourage you. If you're on, on the internet, if you're on the internet now, wherever you are in the world, and for our for our team of panelists and whoever, you are the plowman for this season. So don't lose your hope. Don't lose your 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 passion, your drive, your strength, because it takes a lot of hard work to break the ground, to ready for the seed. And as the plowman, if the plowman didn't break the ground, then the seed wouldn't be ready for harvest. And so I want to just begin to pray. Can we just pray? Because I want to really not talk about so much because this is a prayer meeting. I get excited to pray. But if we could take that verse now and begin to, to intercede on that verse. So God, make me a plowman in, in, in London, in my community, in, 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 in my neighborhood. Uh, I could talk about many testimonies and, I, and most of the time I don't. 
because I want God to be the, take the glory. But at the same time, we need to share the word of our testimony and God to use us as those oxen or a plowman who breaks up the fallow ground and makes it ready for fertilization for the seed. And I know the Lord is the, the, the giver of the seed and he is the one who gives the increase of that. So let's begin to pray. Father, I'm just reaching out to all those under the sound of my voice. And I pray that Father in Jesus name that we'll be stirred with a new passion, with a new drive, with a new vigor, with a new strength that is not of ourselves, that is supernaturally imparted. And I believe that God's gonna supernaturally begin to impart. And I pray that Lord, you'd be start to stir up, to stir our hearts, oh God, to stir our minds, oh God, to see the things that is possible with you, oh God. When we are at our lowest, you are at the highest and you say, come up here. And Father, just thank you for this time of this season that we're in right now, 2021, Father God. We're believing for a fantastic harvest, Father God, for the, for the, for the plowmen to overtake the, the reapers. And that means that the plowmen, the plowing faster than those who are sowing, and so God, call these plowmen, call these from the north to the south to the east, from the west, Father God, call them from the four corners of the earth. Arise, arise, arise and come forth. We call you to come into the, the house and to come forth and to break up the grounds that we need, Father God, in our communities, in our cities, in our nations. Father God, every place that the sole of our feet tread upon, help us to break it up and to sow seed. Help us to see, Father God, your kingdom come. Father, we want your kingdom. We want your righteousness, Father God. We've seen so much injustice, so much failing, Father God. And we, it is time that your Josephs arise, Father God. So I want to just speak prophetically into that situation to raise up new Josephs who can can be stewards of the harvest. When that harvest comes in, when there's a time of famine, Lord, they would know what to do because they're seasoned people. They've been in service. They've been in the low places. They've been in the times of questioning. God, is this my day? Is this my time? Is this my season? I want to declare that this is now your season to plow, to plow your communities, to plow the cities where you are, to plow the nations that you're in. And you might say, Eddie, well, I've been doing that for a while. I've been plowing a long time and I've still not seen no harvest. I want to give you this scripture, John 4, 35. It says, do, do, not, do not say there are still four months and then comes the harvest. I'm going to give you, I'm paraphrasing for a bit. But then it says, goes on to say, behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look to the fields, for they are already white for harvest. Now, I believe that, and I know you do, Colin. I, I've seen those visions, God calling back. He's calling up, he's raising up. And uh, you, have to, you have to own that. You have to, you know, digest that. And you have to believe that now is your time. You know, and it's easy to say at the beginning of the year, you know, fresh resol re re uh, resolutions and stuff like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about really laying hold of the word of God, really rising up to the command of God. And we talk about the Great Commission a lot, but we fail with the Great Commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your strength, with all your being, and love your neighbours as yourself. And he says, if you do this, if you do this, you fulfil all of the law. You fulfil everything. And when he comes, he's only going to say one thing to you. 
well done, well done. You've learned my lessons of love. And you know, I, I could preach and I don't want to preach, but I want to just encourage you. I want to stir you. I want you to rise up wherever you are. If you've got room to stand up, I can't really stand up in my small space today, but if you can stand up, begin to speak. And the word that I want to deliver to you today is again, a word from Psalm 107. 107 says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And I want you to start to speak. You have many, many words that have been sown in the past that God wants to bring in the present. He wants to release it. He wants you to see it manifest. He's, he's not forgotten us. He's not abandoned us. He's not that type of father. He's saying, get ready. Get ready for the suddenlies, for the things that will just spring up. You know, where it says, can't you see the fields are ripe for harvest? And they are so ripe. They are so ready. And I don't know where you are not right now listening, but you may be one of those seeds that is that ripe for harvest. You may not have the passion quite stirred up in you just yet but if you keep seeking the kingdom if you keep crying out to God if you keep calling out to God God I want to be all that you created to me what created me to be and I and I know sometimes we don't realize our potential you know it's lately God has been speaking God has been challenging God has been his presence has been so awesome and I want to pray right now Father just send your spirit amongst the people right now stir them up stir them up like bubbling brooks like living wells oh god stir them up i had a word this morning as as the lord was speaking to me about revisiting the wells and and, and i was about to talk about our dna I, I, i've been i've seen katie in every move i've been there i've been there i've seen seen the, the moves what god did in the past but i'm expecting a present now, if I can do that after three decades, and I've been many places and seen many things, and we've got loads of testimonies, what is God going to do now? You have no eye, have seen, no ear, have heard. Nothing can begin to frame what God is going to do. But God just, you, God just want you to expect the unexpected. God's going to do suddenly. God's yeah, going to yeah. do amazing things. Amen. And so, so, Lord, we say that we're going to have a harvest. We're going to be able to plow the land. We're going to overtake the, re the, 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 the reapers, oh God, in our plowing. We're going to plow so much land, so many fields, so many cities, so many nations, so many continents of this world, yes. that, Father God, we're going to see your kingdom come. Yes. Can this nation be saved in a day? I believe we're in that season. We're in that time. God has given us the tools to do that that through internet, through all types of media platforms, the, the na a nation can be saved in a day. God is the miracle worker. He is the God of our salvation. And I'm just challenging us right now, wherever you are, just believe God for your neighbor. What yeah. about your neighbor? Start with your neighbor. He says, love your neighbor as yourself. Then start with your neighbor. Many of us don't even know our neighbors. And I could tell lots of stories where we ain't got that much time, but I want to encourage you, listen, I was born in London. I went to school in Notting Hill. I went to Holland Park School. I lived down the road near the Lancaster estate. And, and, and I, I, I went past the church every single day. But one day in 1985, God called me, not man called me. God called me and it was a, it's a move of God. I remember knocking on the door of the church of Kensington Temple, formerly Halbury Chapel. And if you knew what Halbury Chapel was before, you know, Eden came into it. It was already a powerhouse. And, it, and I, I believe that we are the remnant of KT, the people of KT. KT is about a people. 
It's about a people. It's about a movement. It's about the uh, 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 residue anointing. It's about the well that lies within this portal of God's glory. And so when we go out, God is with us. God is for us. You know, God is doing amazing things. And, and, uh, and uh, you know, it's probably not enough time. I'm not going to take up all the time. But I want you to then begin to speak. God, what, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let us say, you know, speak the things that are not as though they were. Let's just believe God. Let's just dream. Dream the dreams that you've had. Sometimes the enemy tried to steal your seed, your dream seed. But God wants to restore that seed. He wants to restore that hope. He wants to restore your blessing. He wants to restore you to your place where you're rightfully seated. Now, we know that in the Bible it says in Ephesians uh, 1, it says we are seated in heavenly places. First, uh, Ephesians 1, 19 to 21, you know. And so I want to start to speak with authority. I want you to speak into your, maybe your family, your children. You know, this is a situation. What are you believing for? You know, at least believe for, for, it's easy to believe for your own family. But what about other families? What about other people groups? What about people that you don't like? What about people that you probably hate? How are you going to learn to love? How are you going to learn to reach them? God wants us to reach them. The Lord wants us to lay our lives down, to surrender to his agenda. Now, I'm a living testimony of that because many times I could have gone, I could have went. We could have done other things, you know, but I, we choose to stay true to the anointing and the call of God that he's put on us. You know, the Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. And you are chosen. You are chosen for such a time as this. God is going to raise you up. You're going to see revival in your family. You're going to see revival in the neighborhood. You're going to see revival in the, in, in, in the fields that he's sending you to. Who knows where you are today might not be where you may be tomorrow. And God can do that in an instant. God can change a nation in a day. And so I want to encourage you, wherever you are right now, just begin to cry out to God. Just say, God, you know, I, I want the passion. I want your compassion. God, maybe I've not been, I've not been where I need to be. Maybe I've not put your kingdom first and your righteousness. Maybe I've not, you know, loved my neighbor. I've not loved other people. I've been frustrated. I've been angry. I've been disillusioned, like Pastor Marcelo said. You know, I've been in a low place. I've been in a dark place, but God, I want you to raise me up. I want you to you know, energize me for this time yeah. and to give me, Father, the, the, the keys of your kingdom. He says, I've given you the keys of the kingdom. And so you have the authority to start unlocking, unlock the windows of heaven. Open up the windows of heaven. God, open up the windows of heaven. Let the king of glory, let the king of glory in. Open up the windows of your heart. Open up the windows of your mind. You know, your eyes are windows to your soul. And many times God will show, show people other things when they look into your eyes. So be careful when people are looking into your eyes because God looks into our eyes and deep into our heart and deep into our being. And change is going to come. Change is now. And now is the time and now is the season. So be encouraged if uh, wherever you are uh, joining us today. I just want to really encourage you. And if you... Um, if, if you need more information about what we do in KT, it's all on the website. You know, there's lots of stuff. You know, this is an amazing, amazing place to be uh, living in a time where the word is not just 
something that we read in the book, but it's something that's living, it's active, it's powerful, it's sharper than any double-dated sword. When we speak, when we speak, there's, there's, there's movement, there's action, there's, there's reaction, because when you speak, you speak on behalf of the king and his kingdom and his righteousness. So as we declare today, God, we're going to see 2020. This is our season. We're going to plow the grounds. We're going to do the necessary things. Remember, when you're plowing, it's not easy work. You know, I remember all these 15 years being plowing New Hope Academy, 15 years from an idea. God, can we reach our community through football as a vehicle? You know, we were pioneering. I've done lots of pioneering stuff. Which maybe some of you might have done stuff that you thought, God, I've never got any credit for this. But to God be the glory. Amen. We do it because of him, not because of our own form of righteousness. God gave himself and we need to give ourselves. And with that, I just want to encourage you and to say uh, I'm very honoured and to be part of the panel. And uh, I see Claudia's there and many others um, uh, joining us. And, and thank you, Colin. Thank you, Marcelo. You're my brother and uh, I love you all. And I uh, pray that we're all going to see, we're going to dance the dance of the kingdom, the dance of victory, the dance of the warriors. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Eddie Walsh. It was a blessing. Praise the Lord. So we have uh, with us tonight, Pastor Claudio Ferro from Italy. He is doing an amazing job over there. God, God is using him powerfully. And then he is going to share with us. Uh, good evening, Pastor Claudio Ferro. Buonasera. Good evening, Marcelo. Buonasera. Buonasera. Nice to be here. Tutto okay. bene, grazie. <laughs> Great. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Uh, Marcelo, thank you, Pastor Colin. It's great to be uh, together. You know, uh, like uh, Eddie was saying, you know, 30 years in KT, yeah, it's the same for me. <laughs> and uh, still, you know, joy to be in this great family. And uh, actually, I remember when, you know, we, we're talking and we pray about uh, reaching out, you know, going out. I was in London. Uh, I became a pastor in Kensington Temple. When I started an Italian church. I was happy with that. And then God... Uh, uh, started to talk to me about Rome. Uh, it wasn't my idea, you know, uh, to go back to Italy, to go to Rome. Uh, I mean, especially Rome, I come from the north, you know, and uh, I just didn't say anything to anybody, you know, something I just kept myself and said, God, if you, you know, want to send me, you work out. And then I remember I was at a conference with Colin, with Pastor Colin, uh, conference in Italy, that they even in Italy they call him as the main speaker, and uh, I was his translator. Uh, and then uh, we were at lunch together, and he just said to me, just took him out with, uh, uh, we want to plant a church in Rome. Uh, do you want to go? And I just knew it was, you know, the word of God <laughs> confirming, uh, because, you know, nobody knew that God was telling me just that. So I took that uh, word and uh, and I've been sent uh, by Kensington Temple to Rome uh, when I planted the church. Uh, and we're still working here in Italy as a Kensington Temple uh, mission 
And it's been great, great work. Uh, the God has done, we have done through this year, many things, but just uh, because we are praying for uh, reaching out, uh, I just want to give you a couple of testimonies, how God can, uh, <clears throat> can use you. And he wants to use each one of us. Uh, what we need to do to be used by God is start praying. You know, uh, Luke Eddy used, uh, you know, the, this, uh, uh, these words of Jesus. I take from that when in Luke 10, Jesus said, uh, after this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place he was about to visit. And he told them, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into the harvest. You know, and often uh, we use this verse and we, the workers is always the other people, isn't it? <laughs> we pray, send workers, send workers, you know, somebody else. But I think tonight God wants us to pray, send me. You know, uh, as uh, Isaiah 6, you know, he was saying that Isaiah, you know, here I am, send me. Because the harvest is plentiful, you know. And uh, it's happened to me. Uh, I was praying here in Italy, we got a very, as evangelicals, we have a very difficult time because the nation, as you know, is Catholic and the Catholics, they are infiltrated everything. So, and, and the Catholicism is a culture, it's not just a religion. It's part of the culture, you know, an Italian is born Catholic and, you know, his culture is Catholic, his way of thinking is like that. So it's very difficult to reach the giants of this society. So what we do, we pray. And uh, I'm, a, I'm an ordained minister with Elim in UK, uh, but this doesn't give me much credentials here in Italy. You know, they don't recognize it as a minister. So it was impossible for me to go to the prisons to minister to the prisons. But you know, with God, nothing is impossible. I pray and ask God because it was in my heart. And now I'm a chaplain in a prison in Orvieto. Uh, I've got uh, uh, some disciples now. I've been working more than one year now, two years there, uh, just building disciples. I've got you know, five good disciples and we are reaching out and our goal is to reach that prison. You know, there are many Muslims there and with everything. And my men, they are starting, they are already starting to do the job. They started their own cell group inside the prison. And it was impossible um, because I didn't have the credential to do it. Only the Catholic priest can do that. But God has opened a door in an amazing way. And every week I'm going to reach that. Uh, also, it's happened with the television. Uh, we didn't have the finances for our television program. We prayed. And on the hand, now we have a weekly uh, program on a local television, not Christian television, but is a local, uh, just commercial television. And we have an half an hour program every week and we reach all the area here with testimonies and you know, teaching and preaching on that television. And another one just this week, it's happened. You know, I want, because you know, I live in the church without walls. We need to go out, we need to reach out, not just inside the church. 
And so it's always my prayer, you know, that I wanted to reach out. And just this week, actually this Friday, I will have the first meeting as a national fireman chaplain. I mean, they've made me, <laughs> I laugh him because myself, you know, I just laugh because they have made me the first evangelical pastor, you know, to be a chaplain of the, all the, uh, the firemen's in Italy. I mean, this is just, you know, and this Friday, just this Friday, I will have the, my first meeting on Zoom with all these firemen and uh, that are already evangelicals and I will work with them to reach all the firemen of Italy. And you see, with God, everything is possible. We need just to believe that when God said, ask the Lord of the harvest, you know, so it means pray. The Lord of the harvest is God, you know, God, because like Paul said, you know, we put the seed, somebody water it, but God make it grow. So God is the Lord of the harvest and he is making growing all our seed. Eddie was talking about, you know, we have been sowing and sowing for many years, but God doesn't waste any seed. He will make it grow. He will make grow your seed. And then, you know, but it need workers because the harvest is plenty. The harvest is ready. So now I want to start praying with you. And I want to, you to pray, not send the other workers, but send me. I want you to pray, you know, whoever is connected, just pray, you know, God, I am your worker. I want to go, but just don't pray, okay, send me, but ask specifically where you wanna go, where you wanna work for Jesus. Ask a place, <clears throat> maybe, you know, your place of work, or maybe something that is just in your heart, a community, a place, you know, maybe the elderly uh, community or the children or the youth or whatever, I don't know, it comes in your mind, probably the Holy Spirit will just uh, put in your mind now a place, a type of people, uh, television, maybe you want the television, you want the radio, you want something, so let's pray now together and you will ask God to send you in that specific community. And obviously after you have to work for it too. Okay, so let's start praying. That's our first point of prayer will be missed. Hallelujah, Lord, I thank you, Father. And I pray in the name of Jesus because I know this uh, anointing of Kensington Temple, Lord. The anointing that is here and is filling every single uh, people, every single person that is connected tonight. Lord, this anointing of sending, Lord. I pray that you will just fall powerful now in each one of my brothers and sisters, in this wonderful family, Lord, because we are united tonight to pray together, Lord, so that you can send us, Lord, not somebody else. We're not gonna wait for somebody else. Lord, you're gonna send us in the middle of this pandemic, in the middle of this crazy world, in the middle of the impossibilities of cultural barrier, of religious barrier, of the financial barriers. Lord, in face of 
everything that is against us. Lord, tonight we pray, send me. Send me in this place, Lord. Send me, Lord, to that kind of people. Give me, Lord, uh, the armor and I will go. Give me the tools, Lord, and I will go. Lord, I'm ready tonight to go. I'm ready to put away everything else, Lord, my comfortable place. I put away my securities, Lord, and I want to be the one who's reaching out tonight. It's reaching out of the church to reach the people that need to reach. Lord, the time is short. Well, also, Father, we pray, Lord, and in the middle of this crazy world, Lord, in the middle of the lockdown and all of this, I know you can open a way, Lord, and I pray now oh, that you open ways, Lord, oh, for everyone of your children that now is asking you, every one of your children that now is putting the time and the strength in your hands, Lord, and the tools in your hands, Lord, use them. Open doors, open doors, Lord. And this week, they will find new doors open in front of them. They will have a I think Pastor, I think Pastor, Col, Pastor Claudio has some internet problem. We can wait for him. He's coming back soon. Uh, for a while, um, uh, take advantage of the time we have. We are, we are good with time tonight. I'd like to pray for, for something specifically right now. Um, I, I was sharing with you guys, uh, Isaiah chapter six, when Isaiah, heard the Lord said, who, who shall I send? And he said, here I am, send me. So while Pastor Claudio is reconnecting, I'd like to suggest to read one passage with me in Ecclesiastes chapter five, just two verse, be patient, please. Uh, chapter five, Ecclesiastes chapter five, verse four and five. The word of God says, when you make a vow to God, do not delay in fulfilling it. He has no pleasure in fools. Fulfill your vow. It is better not to do a vow than to make a vow and not fulfill it. So I don't want to, to, to bring a, any kind of heavy word for you guys, but uh, I think every time we are praying and fasting, um, we seek God to fix the thing that to be fixed, had to be fixed. And uh, I would like to pray. Uh, if you have done a vow for, to God, oh Lord, I will serve you to the rest of my life. And you did this vow through a moment that, were, it was that you were feeling the presence of God. And then after that moment of emotion, of the presence of God, you forgot the vow and you are very busy with your own things. And now you feel the Holy Spirit touching your heart saying to you, it's time to recommission yourself to me, re, re, reconsecrate yourself to me. 
So let's pray. Uh, I don't know if Pastor Claudio is back, but uh, we can wait for him. And then I'd like to pray. Let's ask for God, forgive us, Lord. If we give a, if we did a full vow, we, we did a vow and then we didn't fulfill the vow. Because in the word of God, it's saying, it's better for you not to vow than to make a vow and not fulfill it. Let's pray. Lord, we came to your presence and we thank you, Lord, for your love, for your mercy. We thank you, Lord, because you never give up, give up of us. Thank you, Lord, because you always give us uh, a new chance to restart. You are so merciful. We love you so much, Lord. We want to ask you, Lord, your forgiveness. If we consecrate ourselves to you, if we made a vow to you to serve you, if us in a time of emotion, a time of uh, the presence of the Holy Spirit in a service or in a conference, and we heard the word, who shall I send? Who will go for us? And we went to, to the front. We went to your altar, Lord. And it, we told you, here I am, Lord, send me. And you trust in us. But in the middle of the way, Lord, we got busy with many different things. We got involved with many different things. And then we forgot our vow. Now we are running after our business, our dreams, and we forgot that one day we commit our lives to you, Lord. Forgive us. Forgive us if we did something like this. Restore us. Bring restoration to our lives. Bring renewing to our life. Forgive us sins. As you use a seraphim to take a live call from the altar to touch Isaiah's lips, Isaiah's mouth. Do the same with us, Lord, with your blood. Jesus, your blood is over our lives. In your blood, purify us, forgive us. Give us a new opportunity to live for you in this time, in Jesus' name. I bless my friends, my brothers and sisters. I rebuke every accusation of the enemy. Every word that's not from you, Lord, is rebuked now in Jesus' name and we declare has no power over our life. Lord, we are happy to be alive in a time like such this, to be alive in a moment like this where you can use us and we want to receive your word, your recommission, recommission for our lives. Use us, do through our lives, in our lives, whatever you want to do, Lord, because we love and we want to serve you all the days of our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. I don't know what's happened with Pastor Claudio, but we have here with us as well, Pastor Roberto Colombo. Pastor Roberto Colombo is a very good friend of mine as well. He's pastor of uh, Anointing and Life Church here in London. He's a man of God who worked very hard in discipleship. And uh, I want, I'd like to hand the word for him. Uh, welcome, Pastor Roberto. Thank you for, for joining us. God bless you, brother. 
Thank you, Marcelo. Thank you very much. I want to say thank you for Pastor Colin as well. I've been receiving a lot yesterday, last night. It was amazing. Thank you, Eddie, and thank you, everyone. And uh, good evening, everyone that is here tonight. Uh, I also um, want to, to say that it's a pleasure for me to be here, not only because um, I have this opportunity to be uh, uh, leading prayer, being speaking and sharing, but to be part of it, because uh, I, really, I really need you. We need encouragement. We need a, a push, you know, just keep going. Let's keep moving. Um, Marcelo was uh, sharing with me some uh, very key points, uh, prayer focus for the church. KT without walls, church without walls. Uh, that sounds, uh, minimally, it sounds different. It sounds, uh, uh, what are we going to do? Uh, how are we going to do it? Uh, so what are we going to do this year? I believe if, well, I've been asking what's going to happen this year, 2021. What's going to change? What's going to be different? Uh, um, what, what different things we're going to do? How are we going to do it? So we don't know uh, exactly precisely, but I think the uh, more fundamental question is why we do the things we do. So why do I look after a church? Why am I a pastor of a church? I just want to share with you quickly, briefly here. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday and he asked me, he made this question. It's a very friend of mine. He's very mature Christian, but he made this question to me. Aren't you tired? of looking after people because he, he, uh, he doesn't want to discourage me, but because he knows my life, uh, he knows the, uh, my family. For those who, who knows my, my children, knows uh, that I have a lot of challenge with, uh, I have two little boys, Is uh, they're they are lovely boys. They're adopted, but they, they are challenges. So they need a lot of me. And, and my wife. Thanks God I have a very wise and uh, helpful wife at home. But uh, he, he asked me, uh, why do you do what you do? And the reason why is because I believe in uh, God's project. Uh, I'm just putting other words, you know, normally we say vision, but there is a, a, a God's project for transforming the world for a life change eternally. And uh, I do believe that. I, 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 I don't believe in a, in a, well, we can see the, the world being transformed. We see a brilliant genius mind working and transforming the world for more comfortable, more accessible things and this. But I cannot see a better world if humankind, if human beings, they are not improved, they, they are not transformed. When, the, when Jesus called Peter, uh, he said to Peter, Peter, come out of the boat. Uh, it, it, it was amazing because a miracle just happened. The, the, the boat of Peter was full of fishes that you can read that in, in Luke 5. 
Uh, and uh, you know that fishes means uh, provision. We can, we can fishes for us, that means uh, we can buy things, we can buy holidays, we can buy a quality of life. So can you imagine how Peter was feeling at that time? With uh, He needs two boats to fill the, all, all the, uh, uh, with all the fishes. So that was amazing. But Jesus called him and said, Peter, come out of the boat because I have something else for you. From now on, you're not going to be dealing with fish no longer, but you will be dealing with men, with souls, with people. <laughs> Probably at that time, Peter didn't know that he was going, uh, 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 he was going to die at the cross upside down, uh, traditionally, they say. Uh, but when you look at to your, your life changing and uh, all those, all that provision. And then when you look for the proposal of Jesus, I, I believe that only the Holy Spirit can uh, really uh, convince you and strengthen you to, to keep moving. So what I'm, what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is uh, I, um, why why do I do the things that I do? Because I I believe that uh, we can only reach a high quality of life, and we are transformed. Uh, Marcelo, I was just amazed to to hear testimony. I'm sorry to say that because uh, uh, I, I I trust you 100% because I know you, I know your integrity, but it's really hard for me to imagine you in a party involved with drugs and many other things. So for me, because when I met you, you are already a, a, a pastor, you're converted. So I, I cannot see that. So what's that? That's the work of the Holy Spirit in you. It's a life transforming. I gave, I came from the same background. Maybe gonna, I don't know if you're gonna say the same to me, but I came from the same background. I did so many, uh, bad things in my life and uh, when I came to Christ 2001 KT I was I was born again in KT a in life church is a, a, a KT satellite church but when I gave my life to Jesus I didn't give my life to him because I want to uh, I, I want blessing I want fishes I want or, or this or that uh, uh, because the only reason I gave my life to Jesus is because I wanted my life transformed. And that's a God's project. But the point is, he gave, he, he delivered to us, to the church, to do that. So we, I truly believe that the God's project, new heavens, new earth, is now delivered to the church through the Holy Spirit to do the job. So there is no other way. We just need to keep moving. Uh, and why I'm here at, at this meeting here right now in, the, in this uh, Zoom meeting. Marcelo made the invitation yesterday. That's another why. So why is very important. It's not almost, because what we do and how we do may change. That can change. Probably it's going to change in the 2021. But why we do remains here. So why I'm here? Because I really need you guys. I need you uh, to be encouraged. I'm a, I don't know if you're like me, but I myself, Roberto, myself, I am a, 
I'm useless. I'm just open my heart. I don't know how many of you is watching me here. Uh, yesterday was hundreds. I just opened to share with you. I'm I'm a weak. I'm uh, uh, useless. I cannot do much. I cannot. So it, we really need. I I I really love yesterday when uh, um, Pastor Colin said that uh, you know we need to be in unity. We need to be together. Same vision. Same goal. So, so we need to do things together. So we need to embrace one another. It's uh, as a pastor, I know how valuable it is when someone just step on your shoulder and said, "Just keep doing." I am with you. I'm praying with you. So, is is that's really encouraging because uh, when the, this friend of mine asked me yesterday, he said, "Aren't you tired?" I I told him, "Sometimes I get tired." Sometimes I get tired. Sometimes I, I feel like uh, <laughs> feel like to buy a boat ticket and go somewhere, you know, far from Nineveh. Do you know what I mean? But uh, God, when God catch you, He's uh, you know there is no other way. There is no no way to escape. So let's. Let's keep going. Let's keep moving. Uh, once again, thank you very much. I'm I'm so grateful to be part of now. It's going to be 20 years, not 30 years, but 20 years. I'm getting there, being part of KT, Anointing Life Church. And uh, so let's pray. Let's pray. Um, I just want to, uh, to share... Uh, uh, so I just want to to make the post prayer as uh, just open here. Sorry. So a Paul, yeah, Paul prays in uh, Ephesians chapter one seventeen. There is a calling for us, and uh, our prayer. I will make a his prayer as our prayer here for us, for the church. So that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of, uh, spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts, having the eyes of our hearts enlightened, that we may know what is the hope to which he has called us, what are the, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his great might. So I pray, Lord, I invite all of you, let's, uh, let's give our hands here, connect our hearts in one accord Father, I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, that you, the same, uh, Jesus prayed that we are to be one as the Father and the Son are one. He prayed, Lord, let them be one with us. Let them love me, the same love that you loved me. Father, I pray in Jesus' name, Lord, that we may have the revelation 
the spirit of wisdom and the revelation of the knowledge of him, of him, giving us understanding, open the eyes of our understanding to know, to know our hope, to know our calling, to know the, the riches of the inheritance, to know that the, the ultimate project of God, which is the new heavens, new earth, new mankind, new creation, new race, new human beings with no sin, free of sin. Lord, I pray that uh, we embrace this project that uh, with all the strength, all uh, conscience, in truth, let us go out, Lord, to the world so they, they look at us and we, it can, we can impact the world with our lives, with who we are, so they can see God in us. They can see the nature of Jesus in us. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name, just strengthen your church in this calling, in this mission. Strengthen us. Don't let us return. Don't let us uh, fail. Don't let us get tired. Just, just help us to keep moving, to keep going forward. We're getting there, Lord. I pray for all the leaders, all those who have influence in, in, in people, all those right now is uh, discipling people or teaching or are being influenced in the neighborhood or whatever, Lord, that the glory of Jesus, the glory of God can shine through us in Jesus' name, Lord. Strengthen us, strengthen us, Lord. Let us gather as a one accord, as one heart, give us our hands and uh, just let's make it because that's the only, only way, that's the only, only, only uh, a real vision and project for the mankind, for our lives, for our eternal uh, uh, existence. And uh, Lord, I just pray for, for the church at this hour, this beginning of 2021, that they know why, why, why we do this. What's the purpose? So we can just be found faithful to the end in our calling in what Jesus called us to do, called us to be. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Roberto. God bless you, brother. Thank you so bless much. Bless you, Marcelo. Thank you. Amen. So we have we have a Pastor Claudio Ferrer back with us. Yes. Oh, thank God you are yes. back, my friend. <laughs> you you yes, were in the middle of your prayer, your internet yeah, connection. Closed, just going for the prayer, uh, and I didn't realize that the, the, the Wi-Fi went off. Yeah, no, now it's going blind. Back. So, uh, if you want, uh, I can finish the the prayer. Uh, no, yes, let's uh, let's, it, let's keep yeah. praying. We were let's, we were in the middle of the fire. Yes. Okay. Thanks, God. <laughs> let's keep praying. I so that God will send the workers. That He will send us, Father. We thank you, Lord. Uh, and we pray because uh, you are made an harvest ready for us. So, Father, 
we pray. I pray for every brother, every sister that is connected now in the spirit with one mind, Lord, with one purpose. And I pray that you will open doors for them. Lord, uh, every request that is coming to you now, Lord, of reaching a specific uh, uh, type of people, a specific uh, place, Lord, Father, I pray that uh, you will open the door, Lord. Even this week, Lord, you will open the door for them. Then they will reach out in a new, fresh, amazing way. You give now, Holy Spirit, uh, ideas. You're going to give Holy Spirit right now uh, that uh, uh, new uh, new idea, new opening, Lord, uh, new strategy, Father, to just reach out uh, type of people. Because no one is too far from you, Lord. We are a big church. We are so many, Lord, that you can use. You have so many workers, Lord, and you have put upside down the world with just 11 people, Father. Oh, you have uh, just uh, put the Roman Empire upside down, Father. Church, you can do it again, Lord. Uh, you can do it, Father. Jesus. You just use us and send us that we will reach each one of us, uh, that people, all those ones that are ready to just receive the gospel, to receive the good news. Father, the time is short, so we put ourselves tonight in your hands. Equip us, Lord. Jesus. Equip us with the right armor, Lord. Give us this word. Give us, Lord, the tools. Give us, Lord, uh, all the armor to go out for this uh, conquering battle because we know that Jesus Christ has won already. Jesus has given us the victory and we just keep it for ourselves. Sorry, Father. We ask forgiveness that we have kept this victory in our pockets, Lord, when we need to use it out there. So, Lord, we decided today, Lord, to go out. We decided, Father, that we will take the tools that you have given us and we will reach out. So, Father, send us. Oh, send us for the harvest is great. Jesus' name. Send us, Lord. We want to just uh, go, Father. And I pray that every barrier that the enemy is trying to put it up, every liar of the enemy that is trying to tell your children that they're not worth, they're not good, or oh, then oh, I'm a father, I rebuke Jesus. I rebuke the liar. I, we will not accept any lie, oh, because we are worthy, we are good, we are the best because we are your children and we're gonna make the difference. So Satan, you are a liar and you're going back where you, where is your place? You have no space in this church. Oh, you will not hold us back anymore. Hallelujah. We're going in the enemy's camp. We're going to reach out in the name of Jesus. Father, and I thank you that Kensington Temple has this anointing for the nations, Lord. It's not just for London. I am an example. So many others have been sent out to the nations, Lord. Amen. And I Thank you for Kensington Temple. And I pray, Lord, and Kensington Temple will keep sending people. Lord, you have put this church in London Jesus. to be for the world, Lord Jesus. 
So, Father, I thank you for the anointing that you put on Colin. I thank you, Father, for all the team and the work of the IBL and the work, Lord, of the missions, Father. And I pray that this year there will be many missionaries going Amen. out from Kensington Temple, reaching the world, Lord, reaching nations, Father. Hallelujah. And I thank you for this. And thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, Pastor Claudio Ferro. Thank you. It's a blessing, my friend. I hope I hope to visit you soon. Yes, we wait to do a mission in this amazing place, Ljubljana. To come here. Yeah, we have space for everybody. Good A lot of good food. We are fasting this week, but from next week, start again. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Glory to God. Thank you, Pastor Claudio. Well, uh, now we have another Italian with us. Another other Italiano. Pastor Giuseppe. Pastor Giuseppe Razza. He's a pastor from our Italian community here in London. Uh, I don't know, someone needs to help me to highlight Pastor Giuseppe now. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Michelle. So now we have Pastor Giuseppe. Grazie mille, Pastore Giuseppe. He's a pastore, but uh, he, he's a powerful evangelist. Every time I have a meal with Pastor Giuseppe, he always has a truck in his pocket. He starts to, we order food and start the evangelism. So he's going to pray for us now for evangelism of fire. I believe God uh, has a powerful night uh, over his life to share with us. Thank you so much, Pastor Giuseppe, to be with us, man. Grazie mille. Okay. Uh, as we say in Italian, buonasera a tutti. Translation, good evening to everyone. It's lovely to be back with the family. With this COVID, uh, many of us, we don't see each other so often as we used to. But it's lovely to be tonight, to gather together, to pray for KT, to pray for our ministries and uh, carry on with the work of, that the Lord is doing through our lives. As a uh, bishop asked me to just participate shortly tonight. Uh, Marcelo. To, okay, Marcelo <laughs> asked me to participate tonight uh, to this uh, and share something from my heart. I just was thinking, you know, KT without walls, missions, uh, social media, uh, the work, you know, uh, helping the poor. I thought, well, that's a lot of things that, uh, to be honest with you, Kensington Temple and the London City Church has done it for many, many, many years. I would even say decades. Uh, I've been in KT since um, 1992 when uh, Pastor Claudio was here in London and uh, I got born again uh, by getting to know him, eating uh, pasta, watching movies of an Italian comedian and then drink a bit of good uh, glass of red wine and through all this, uh, the Lord really impacted my life through Pastor Claudio. So thank you publicly to Pastor Claudio for sowing my life uh, all these years. I really appreciate that. Uh, and so uh, saying that uh, we've been in KT for all these years, uh, we, we've done all these things. You know, Kensington Temple, Lantos Church, as I said, has done all these things. I've done things, you know, with the Italian church, going outside on the street. I've done things with Eddie Walsh, going uh, serving the meals, which uh, he still does. And uh, I came out from that. Quite a while ago, 
doing doing other things. So we've been doing a lot of things this year, and uh, we never stopped trying to share the good news, the gospel. Uh, I have to say and be honest, I, I have not seen the breakthroughs that I want to see in the Italian ministry, but it's been very encouraging to really be part and listen to what uh, Marcelo was sharing, to what Hedy was sharing, really with the fact that, you know, we don't give up, we keep on going. Even Hedy has been sewing for so many years. I mean, he, he joined in 85, I joined in 82, but I've known him, him since 1992. And I have to say that uh, all this time, he's been sewing, working hard, and sometimes I see, where, where is he going? But definitely, he, I, I admire his faith, that, uh, that expecting that he still a ways to see. But anyway, without uh, going much for this, I just want to share briefly from Matthew chapter 3, verse um, uh, from verse 13. It's about the baptism of Jesus. Because, you know, what has got to do this with uh, Katie breaking the walls? A church without walls. And I know that uh, most of us who are born again Christian, most of us who have met the Lord Jesus, had an encounter with him, from day one, I'm sure we fell in love with him and we want to save him. And so, as the scripture says, uh, um, everything that we do, let's do it under the Lord. And so we start with that thing in mind, to do everything under the Lord. It's not about ourselves. It's about what we do for the Lord Jesus. Because what we do for ourselves, we're going to finish. He's going to pass away. But we know that what we're going to uh, um, do for Jesus is going to stay eternally. Eternally, he's going to have an eternal value that will never be deleted ever. And he's going to bring fruit, fruit now and forever, eternal, when Jesus will establish his own kingdom. And so we all start with this great attitude to, to do good, uh, to do everything under the Lord. And so we learned as we read the scripture as well in John, you know, that Jesus, uh, his food was to do the will of the Father. Wow. Uh, Jesus set a great example there. You know, my food is to do the will of the Father that sent me. In other words, we know that food is indispensable. Well, I guess every culture, not just Italy's got good food, but I've tasted a lot of food. The Filipino food is amazing. The Brazilian food is great. Uh, the, the Romanian food is great. I've, I've tasted quite a bit of international food in my years, and I have to admit uh, that every culture's got great food to eat. We know food is uh, really basic for our living, for, our, for sustaining our life. Well, I want to tell you something more, that uh, doing the will of God, it really sustains your life because it brings meaning and purpose to your life. Many of us are desperate for looking meaning, for being approved, for being affirmed. But we know that nothing comes from this world because whatever this world gives to you is like climbing the mirror and you slide back. It's going up and then you go down again. But when you start serving Jesus and set your heart to do his will, then you know that you're going to have food for life. That is going to bring a great sense of satisfaction. That is going to bring a great sense of fulfillment over your life. But going back to the verse I was going to read tonight, just to share briefly five points. So in uh, Matthew chapter, uh, chapter 3, verse uh, uh, 17, then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you and do you come to me? Jesus replied, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this, to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove 
and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I love with him. I am well pleased. Wow. Let's focus on this uh, few verses that we just read tonight. And then we obviously uh, pray together and we minister to whoever is listening tonight to this uh, broadcast. Uh, there are five, uh, you know, the barriers I was talking, I saw when I was about to share these things that sometimes we are the church. Well, as Pastor Colin has been teaching in all these decades that I've been listening to him in Bible school, in seminars, all sorts of ecclesia, the people, the gathering is the church. The people are the body of Christ. So thinking obviously that building can contain us there to do the work of God is almost impossible, is insane, is heretic. But uh, so we are the church, the people of God, the believers. Now, the believers I've learned and the experience I've had throughout my life is sometimes that uh, we get mixed up. You know, we get mixed up and we are supposed to be the church that reaches out to the world, reaches out to our neighbor, reaches out to the place where we work, where we study, on the street, on the bus, wherever we are. But sometimes we go ourselves, woes within ourselves, barriers within ourselves, which are preventing us to be that church without woes. We get constrained and, re and retained within certain barriers and walls that are built up in our life through our sinful life sometimes, through our sinful action. It sometimes could be also to the actions and sinful of other people towards us. All this is going to hurt our soul. It's going to hurt our soul. As John says, you know, I pray that you prosper as your soul prosper. I've learned if your soul is not healed, if you're not whole inside your life, you're going to struggle to be that effective church, that effective believer that is going to reach out to the world and to your neighbors and to the place where you work and where you study. So uh, um, saying this, you know, when our soul is hard, our mind is affected because we start thinking the wrong way. When our soul is hard, our emotions go up and down. You know, today I feel good, tomorrow I feel bad. When, uh, when our soul is hard, is, uh, is our action will be affected because the way we think, the way we believe, and our will, everything is going to be affected. Will, emotion, and thinking. And also, if we can think properly, if we can make the right decision, and if we, if we follow our feelings that sometimes are good or bad, we're definitely going to struggle to live an effective Christian life that is going to be that church without walls for the world that God places us in, whether it's our school, our place of work, in church ministry, outside the so-called church ministry. So the first point I'm going to share tonight is this. Uh, it says on the passage we read that uh, the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus and he was with fire, power and fire. I've seen in my life that, you know, I don't believe I've got great talents. Uh, <laughs> well, my, many of you might disagree, but definitely I think I don't have great talents. But the difference I've seen in my life when I'm the church without walls for Jesus Christ is when I'm connected with him. When the power of the Holy Spirit comes upon me. And we're going to pray tonight for the power of the Holy Spirit to come upon the body of Christ. And it comes not just with power, but it comes also with fire. That means, you know, fire, it, it gives a sense of purity. You know, many of us Christians, unfortunately, we, we get polluted in our walk with Jesus. We get polluted with the things of this world. Sometimes we realize what we're doing and we willingly do like David sinned willingly with Bathsheba when David willingly murdered her husband. But sometimes we slip into sin without even realizing. But you know, 
in order to have the power of God, for the Holy Spirit to use us as a great channel to reach out to the others, we must receive the Holy Spirit with power, with fire. Otherwise, there is no hope for us to be an effective church that we are without walls. And that doesn't matter what method we're going to be using, whether it's social media, whether it's helping the poor, et cetera, et cetera, all the methods that we normally use to reach out the people. So we're going to pray for this point. And then let's uh, just quickly pause while I've shared this point and to pray for this point. For KT, for Lando City Church, for the whole body of Christ, and whoever is under the sound of our voice tonight. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we know that without you, we are nothing. We know that without you, we're not effective at all. And we ask you tonight, as you release the Holy Spirit upon Jesus, not that because he needed the Holy Spirit, but it was an example to fulfill all righteousness. It was an example for him to see that we, as Jesus, need the Holy Spirit to minister to the world. So we need the Holy Spirit of God to minister to the world, to minister to the world with power of God and with fire, that, Lord, that we can be channels clean channels, holy channels, washed by the blood of Jesus. And I encourage you tonight, as the Holy Spirit is convicting you of the pollution that is in your heart, to say, the Lord is merciful. He says, my mercy renews every morning. I would say, not just every morning. His mercy renews every day, every week, every month, every year. Well, symbolically, we're starting to hear this year afresh. So let's reset. Let's give out our, our pollution in Jesus' name, that somehow the devil managed to find a way in our life. We're going to reject the pollution of our, our life in Jesus' name. And we ask for the purity and the power of the Holy Spirit to come upon us. Oh, Lord, that we've been vessels of blessing, that we become vessels and channels of blessing and reaching out to the world that today is in need. Whether they are brothers and sisters struggling or whether it's the, the, that, that man, that woman that person on our place of work that does not Jesus yet. So, Lord, we thank you for the power and the fire of the Holy Spirit to come upon us now for, so that you can carry us through this year, oh God, to be the church without wall in yes. Jesus' name. Well, sharing this point because of, uh, obviously time is going by, so I have to stick to the, to the schedule. The second point is uh, be filled with peace. We know that in this passage we just read, uh, Jesus uh, received the Holy Spirit and, 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 and the dove showed up as a, as a symbol of uh, peace. We know that this is a symbol of peace, but uh, for us it could mean uh, that as we are children of God, daughters of God, because we have believed in Christ Jesus and he who believes in Christ Jesus, the Bible says that he has become a, a child of God, not born by flesh and blood, but he's born by God. What a great privilege to be born by God. We are born by God, new people, washed by the blood of Jesus, redeemed by the blood of Jesus, lifted up and raised up in, with the power of the Holy Spirit to be the children of God that brings honor to him. And so, you know, I've learned that in life, uh, sometimes peace, uh, God, you know, through the Holy Spirit wants to give us peace. But I've learned that sometimes uh, circumstances in life can rob our peace. Sometimes circumstances in life can bring fear. Uh, sometimes circumstances in life bring unforgiveness, brings grudges, hunger, and so many other uh, sinful things that the Apostle Paul, the Apostle Paul describes in um, Galatians chapter 5, you know, the desire of the flesh, uh, adultery, sexual immorality, deceiving, stealing, jealousy, enmity, etc., etc., we need constantly that peace that the devil wants to rob, 
but we won't get to restore upon us tonight. So let's focus quickly on this point and pray this for the Kensington Temple Church without wall and London City Church. Father God, we bring to you our life afresh tonight in Jesus' name that uh, you restore the peace of God because the fruit of the Holy Spirit is peace. So I command peace upon your children that uh, are stressed out, they've got fear, they've got unforgiveness, they fell in sin, and that sin robbed their peace. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus tonight, with your amazing love, with your amazing mercy and grace, would you pour out, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, your peace afresh, by, by releasing forgiveness, you restore us, our relationship with you. Also, restore our relationship with our brothers and sisters where we fall against one another, oh God. Oh, God, you said in your word, you fulfill that commandment, you know, to love you with all our hearts, with all our mind, all our soul, and to love our neighbors that we love ourselves. If you fulfill that commandment, then we know that we walk in the fruit of peace, and peace will be restored in our life. So I pray, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, for anyone, oh, God, tonight that is participating, and for your church in general, oh, Lord, in Jesus' name, that you bring peace and restore peace in our hearts, in our minds, in our emotions, in our soul, in the name of Jesus, so we can become an effective church without walls in the place that you have put us today in 2021, in the name of Jesus. Amen. So let's carry on for a couple more points. As I said, I just covered five points out of this. Uh, the next one that Jesus talks about is... Um, uh, that uh, we've been adopted uh, as, a, as a God the Father spoke to Jesus, he said that, to we, that he was his uh, only son. Well, we know this is very unique for Jesus. And as I said before, whoever has believed in Jesus has become a child of God, born by God. And not by, because my mother and my father, got, they got together to decide, well, we want Giuseppe. No. It was in the very mind of God for Giuseppe to come on this earth. And so it was for you in the very mind of God for you to come on this earth in this moment in life, in Amen. this city, in this nation. So God has placed us here so that we can be that church without wall in this city, in this nation, and wherever else God will release us. Because we know the vision that Pastor Collins always shared with us throughout all this decade is... Uh, Kensington Temple, London and the world for Christ. Well, how can we forget the world, you know? And, and Kensington Temple in all these years, it's always done missions uh, all over the place in many nations, uh, which some of them have taken part. And yes, uh, we want to be those children of God that uh, we will reach out. But uh, as he says here, you know, that Jesus was the unique son of God. Yes, we have become in him uh, the children of God as well. And... Uh, that means that as the children of God that we have become, we are going to set our heart this year afresh to serve the Lord Jesus Christ wholeheartedly. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about Jesus. What we do for ourselves will be tested. He's going to go. He's going to pass away. But what we do, as I said in the beginning, as our food becomes, as the will of God, as the very reason our existence becomes the will of God. But first and foremost, before we start doing anything, as bishops always reminded me, well, Marcelo, is Giuseppe, we're not doing, we are beings. Well, I praise God that uh, he's been changing my heart so much to be a being because I'm the one of, kind of guy I always want to do. And if I don't do it and I don't achieve results, I get quite frustrated. 
and maybe not depressed as well. <laughs> but, uh, but we are children of God. First, we need to understand to be a church without war. What is your position? Your position that you've been adopting Christ to become also his child. And it's God spoke this very word to Jesus. You are my only begotten son in whom I am well pleased. I tell you tonight, God speaks the same word to you. You are his unique child created in his mind, released in this world through your parents so that you can be a child of God. Who he, he, you are, he, how do you say? He is in love with you and whom is well pleased with you. Well, God is with you. And uh, uh, we should pray for this point that uh, we, we break because there are many people I meet, Christian, in my very own church, my very own network, uh, and, and outside in my workplace, when people confess they are Christian, they live in an individual Christianity. They're not part of the body. How can you be a Christian without being part of the body? How can you be a finger, you know, attached to your body? You know, so we want to pray tonight that uh, God brings into alignment those people who have been living their Christian life in a very individualistic way. We want to break the spirit of individualism because this is the spirit of this age that is about me. It's about what I can get it out of it. And then trying to live this Christian life without really uh, being connected with God and being connected with the church, the body of the believer, the body of Christ. Because without, if we, if we not connect with the body, we're not connected with God. You cannot be connected with God and disconnect with the body. You cannot be connected with the body and disconnect with God. And, and don't have your prayer life. Don't have your, uh, your, your, your time with the Lord. And as we walk with the Lord, it's not about closing yourself sometime in a room, which that is good in itself to do. But, you know, we walk with the Lord on a daily basis. Enoch in the Old Testament, he said he walked with the Lord. In the, in the New Testament, there are many passages where he says, you know, we walk with the Spirit of God. So walking is a sense of communion with God. We need, and I've, I can testify, I've been struggling with my relationship with God, especially, you know, for all the circumstances and things that stand out we go through life. But, you know, I made uh, uh, my target to make sure, you know, I get to read the word of God daily. That's nothing to do to be religious, nothing to do with being, uh, uh, you know, uh, so that I can hand the love of God because I do that. That simply has got to do with the fact that, uh, I want to have communion with God. So let's pray for this point. Then we close with the final point. Father God, we pray in the name of Jesus for Kensington Temple, London City Church, and all the church of God, that uh, the, the universal church of Jesus Christ. We pray in Jesus' name that the, the spirit of individuality is broken in the name of Jesus upon the life of your people, oh God, that they will be released truly not to live for themselves, but to submit themselves to you and submit themselves to the body of Christ. We pray, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that uh, no one uh, should hand the law from you, because as we are adopted by you, as we are loved by you, oh God, we know that uh, you love us unconditionally, you accept us unconditionally, oh God. And so we pray in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that uh, we don't have to earn our love, we don't have to, to struggle to earn our, uh, your acceptance. As uh, we don't want to, to, to have that religious spirit upon us that tells us we have to perform in a certain way in order to be loved by you, O oh God. But we know we receive tonight in the name of Jesus that we are the children of God, loved by you, accepted by you, in whom you are well pleased. And so, Lord, we thank you for this night that you release your spirit of acceptance and condition acceptance and love upon your body, the, the, upon your, your people tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. 
And um, as I'm about to close with a final point, uh, as I think I've done two points in one, uh, we do the last point, which is uh, when he says that the voice from heaven says, with, it, with him, I am well pleased. Well, if we want to be people that totally satisfied and feel a sense of satisfaction, the only way that can happen is that uh, we know that we are children of God, whom God is well pleased, not because of what we do, but because of what Christ has done on the cross to redeem us, to purchase us with the shedding of his blood so that we can become children of God. So that we can become children of God. And we are children of God. This is your legal status. This is your spiritual legal position before the throne of God. You are his child and he's well pleased with you, not because of what you do, but because you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you have accepted the blood of Jesus put you right before God Almighty. So let's uh, uh, let's understand that uh, in order to be a church with our world, wherever we are, wherever God has placed us, that happens because we start from the pole position. Like we normally say, we started like Ferrari in pole position. Well, this year didn't happen a lot. <laughs> I said it was ahead of it. But yes, we start in pole position because we know that God has accepted us. We know that God has loved us. We know that he's already well pleased with us right before we ever start to do anything for, for him, just because we have received Jesus. This is not a way to be compliant, you know, uh, and to relax, to say, well, then I can do whatever I want, because when you love Jesus, you love what he loves, and you don't like what he doesn't like. So let's praise this final point over our lives and over Kenton Temple, the church with our wall and the and, and the land of city church network. So Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we bring to you the whole body of Christ once again, that uh, you revealed by your Holy Spirit that Christ Abba Father in our lives, that we are your children, that you are poured out by your Holy Spirit, your love in us. And you reveal us by your Holy Spirit that you are well pleased with us, not because of what we do, but because of who we are in Christ your children born by God. So I pray that you release, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, this wonderful and precious revelation to your people, that tonight change will be broken, that tonight people will be set free for all these things that we'll be praying tonight, that tonight in the name of Jesus, your people will be released to, so that they can be truly affecting their, their communion relation with you. And so they are affecting their communion relation with you. They will be able to be effective and become the church without woes. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. So there you go. God bless you all. Thank you for being patient to uh, listen to me. I appreciate that. Thank you, Pastor Giuseppe. Grazie mille, amico mio. Okay, Amen. welcome. Please, Michelle, can you put the spotlight now to Pastor Adan Cueva? Now we have Pastor Adan Cueva. Thank you very much, Pastor Giuseppe. What's a blessing. Good night, good evening, Pastor Adan. Good evening, everybody. It's great to be together this time of prayer. And it's wonderful to hear each one of our brothers uh, leading us into a prayer. Uh, thank you, Marcelo, for inviting me. And uh, really, it was lovely and interesting surprise because uh, the first thing that came to my mind is uh, to pray for the elderly people, you know, that uh, I'm not sure what comes to your mind when this word is mentioned, the elderly, 
Do you see them by their appearance, by their age, or both? Once I was going to an exhibition at a museum, in the queue someone made a reference to give preference to the elderly. The person controlling the access said, it is not elderly, just more mature person. And if you are growing older, you may consider that we are more mature person. Sounds better than being an elderly. But uh, at the same time, we think uh, how old a person has to be to be considered elderly. And uh, I had to do a quick search in Google and I found that an, an elderly person is 65 plus years old. And it's not too old really, isn't it? Um, and perhaps in that case, uh, to your mind will come a retired person or somebody who's just going to be retired. And but also that somebody who has already done everything they could do in their life. You know, yeah, started uh, school, university, work, and now they are retired. They have done everything. You know, and what happened for them, what is left for them is just to let the days pass by. I think this is a group of people we do not pay much attention to. We may not say it, but we may think they have given what they could, and now is the time for the new generation. You could clearly see this uh, fact when we talk about uh, job applications and interviews. You know, who receives uh, the interviews? Who has the, the opportunities? is not the elderly or the more mature people. But we forget, you know, that uh, they are also individuals with feelings and emotions like anyone else. This issue of the elderly people came uh, first into my heart uh, when I became a friend with a person who moved to the area we hold our services. It was a retired person in his mid sixties he had two children and four grandchildren. I was always amazed at the love he showed for his grandchildren. He will buy expensive gifts and send them to the post. Through our conversations one day, he started crying. His children were too busy with their jobs, with their careers, that they had no time to visit him and not even to collect the gifts. It was very, very, very difficult to see him heartbroken, crying. It was not only once, but several times, you know, that I saw him crying because they, not even his children will visit him or pay much care for him. And, uh, I think three days, oh, yesterday, uh, Marcelo told me as well about an elderly person. He assisted during the pandemic and he found her in a flat alone. No furniture, no bed, no heating, no hot water, no food. What a sad picture. What a sad uh, situation. And sometimes uh, even as a church, we have not paid attention 
uh, to them as we should. That uh, we can talk about many more uh, uh, lives or experiences that has happened. You know that uh, even if they have worked their whole life sacrificing themselves, you know, to save money, to provide for the children, for, to help them with their careers, to do things, you know, that, uh, that seems to be that when they grow older, they are neglected. And I want to uh, raise your attention and pray for with you for five things. The first one is that we should value and honor them. You know that if you see somebody older than you, value him or her and honor them. Sometimes the young people think that uh, the elderly are too old to understand the times that we are living. And uh, they look for the counsel of their young brothers or friends, or, but instead of listening to the wisdom of the elderly. But it's a time I think we need to pray that for them and for the, for the young people to honor the elderly. You know that, uh, I found a passage in Leviticus 19.32 that says, you shall stand up before the gray head and honor the face of an old man and you shall fear your God. I am the Lord. Saying that, if we are going to value and honor them, I think we need to pray for three things. First, to repent for neglecting them. They are part of the church. They are part of the family. We need to reconsider as well how do we treat them. We have to repent because we have hurt them many times without realizing perhaps that we should be aware of how we treat each one of them. And the third point is I uh, would like to pray for in this is that uh, may the Lord give us opportunities to express our gratitude for everything they have done for us. And uh, we are going to spend a few moments in silence that you may reflect on this, and I'm going to pray. Father, I want to thank you for every person who's weak, call them elderly or more mature people. Thank you for the sacrifices they have done for us. For all the work that they put, Lord, to help us. And I pray today, Lord, that uh, you should give us a heart to repent for neglecting them. Perhaps not only with our families, but also with members in our congregation. They are our family. And we need to consider them again as you see them. Love them as you love them. Father, I want to pray that you will 
convict us the things we have done to hurt them. Lord, even not even giving them a seat in the church or helping them to do something. But Lord, we have hurt them in different ways and I pray that you will forgive us. We are a family, we need to treat each other as a family. But I pray, Lord, also that you will give us opportunities to express our gratitude to them. Father, that our lives will be a testimony of the transformation that you do in us. Lord, we need to recognize that we need one another and we need them. And Father, we pray that our lifestyle towards them will be an example, a living example to those who do not know you yet. Even the elderly, those who has not received the care and the love by even their own families, that they may experience that in the family of God, we can find everything that we need. And may you be glorified, Lord. May you be exalted for the changes that you do in our lives. In Jesus' name I pray. A second point that I would like to pray for is that uh, about the issue of loneliness. Loneliness. You know that uh, the lockdown has hit them very, very hard. Many of them have little mobility. They cannot go around uh, in a normal circumstances. But the lockdown has placed them in a very awkward, difficult, and very sad situation. They couldn't receive visit. They didn't, couldn't go out at all. And uh, you know, the, the television is there, but it's not a company. They need uh, the personal interaction with people. And I think that uh, is something that uh, not only the young people, all this, but also the elderly has been struggling with. And I've been able to speak to several of them, you know, that and find out that uh, they need the personal contact with people. But it came to my heart, you know, the story of Jesus. He said, I am with you always. I am with you always. And uh, at Christmas time, a person told me that I was going to spend uh, that Christmas alone. And uh, I didn't know what to say, what to do. You know, what will you do? But it came to my mind and said, look, prepare yourself a meal, put an extra plate, and invite Jesus to be with you there. After all, it's his birthday. And this person smiled and he said, oh, I'll do that, I'll do that. And after Christmas, I made a phone call to find out how the Christmas was. And the person said, it was the best Christmas ever. I felt the presence of Jesus in that room. And I think that that's the reality of the gospel. You know, when Jesus said he's going to be with us always, then he's going to be 
And I want to pray with you uh, this time that uh, we are entering another lockdown and that the presence of Jesus will be with everyone, every elderly person who feels longing, alone. And they know that God is faithful to his word. He's going to be with them. Let's pray for a moment. Father, thank you for your word. You said that you're going to be with us always. And Father, we pray today that, Lord, with every person, and especially the elderly, who may feel isolated and in their own, may the presence of Jesus and your spirit be with them in a, a special way, that they will give a testimony that you've been with them at this time. And may you be glorified once more. In Jesus' name, amen. It's another point that I want to pray with you. It's regarding the strength. You know that we are all growing older and we notice how our strength begins to diminish physically. You know that, but also sometimes emotionally we get drained and you know that uh, it's difficult in situations that we are living in. But even our spiritual life can, can be affected because it seems to be that the, the promises are there, uh, the promises of God, but it seems to be it's not being fulfilled. And uh, when we come to the word of God, we need to remember if God is faithful in one thing, he's faithful in everything he has said. And he said, my grace is sufficient to you. My power is made perfect in witness, that when we feel weak, may the power of God visit each one. But also in Isaiah says that those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. Strength, physical strength, but also emotional and spiritual strength to carry on, that our lives will be a living testimony that only God can give us the power and the strength that we need to move on and to continue in the things that God has called us to do. Let's pray for that. Father, thank you, because it is you who renew our strength. But I pray that you will help us to put our whole trust in you, wait in you, and know that you are going to do your work. Father, we pray for our brothers who are feeling the strength weakened. Lord, as they seek your face, as they wait on you, they will also be refreshed in every area of their lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I have another fourth point to pray for, and it has to do with the purpose of life. You know, God has a purpose for each one of us and for the young, for the teenager, uh, young adult, and for the elderly as well, for the more mature. But sometimes we neglect what they can do or we think that they can do too little. Uh, in my work and in the ministry to the uh, elderly people, the more mature people, I found two things 
that are very interesting and important. They are great intercessors. You know that uh, they believe in God and they can pray, they have the time and they want to decide to do something that will be meaningful. You know that uh, the verse that God gave me is uh, in James 5.16 that says, the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. And I tell you, I have seen these elderly people praying wholeheartedly, praying and believing that God is able to change their things. And uh, you may heard as well that some of the revivals uh, were birthed in prayer for elderly people. And I encourage all the times when you cannot run or do this or that activity, you can kneel and you can pray and you can ask to God to bring changes into situations and into people's lives. And I've seen that uh, a few months ago, I saw somebody, uh, I felt so strongly to give this word, you may not do this or that, but when you pray, God hears your prayer because you will do it earnestly and because you're a righteous person in Jesus Christ, and then the result, it will be amazing. And I saw this person pray in an incredible, incredible prayer that even touched my heart. And I believe that they're great intercessor. Let's raise them and give them that big uh, responsibility to pray for us. Colombo, uh, uh, Roberto Colombo was saying that we need one another and we need them as well. And they are also great uh, mentors. They have the experience, they have lived the life, you know, that uh, they have the wisdom that comes with the age. And I think we need to find opportunities for them to relate and to connect with the younger generations. I'm so glad about the so lady and the boy to man program that we have at church and we need to find a way how to connect them more of them because they can learn uh, much from them let's pray that god will uh, show them that their lives are not finished they have a purpose in this at uh, this time of life father thank you for your goodness thank you lord because you have a purpose for each one of us and for the elderly as we pray specifically this time. Lord, that they will know, Lord, that you have also a plan for their lives and you want a task for them to fulfill. And I pray that they, you may raise more intercessors from among them and more mentors that will prepare the new generation to follow in your ways and that we will see the baton being passed on and you will be glorified once more. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And the final point, if I have a minute or two, and it's, I think we need to find a way to support them. Uh, I was mentioning, to, you know, that Roberto said that we need one another. Yes, we need to support them as we need their support. We need their prayers, but also we need to stand by them. The story that comes to my mind is the uh, life of Moses. When he was praying and 
lifting or raising his hands, you know that he got tired. Then the battle began to go against the, the Israelites. But two young people or younger people came and helped and to raise the, his hands. And then the battle was won. I think we need them as they need us. And I pray that the God will put it in your heart that they stand with the elderly. And you, as you stand with them, you will experience as well that when they pray for you, breakthroughs will come to pass and the power of God will be manifested. Let's pray for that. The Lord, the Lord will move us to stand with them at this time. Father, we thank you because uh, we need one another. And uh, Lord, we want to be the support for the elderly. Not only seeking ourselves the support of others, but we want us to be, Lord, those who help others as well. And as we see them growing older, Father, I pray that you will raise, Lord, the new heart in our lives to, to have compassion and love for each one of them. May we be able to express your love towards them as well in practical ways. And may you be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to encourage you once more then to think about the elderly people and love them, honor them, support them, and do everything that Lord guides you to do in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Marcel. Thank you, Pastor Adel Cueva. That's a blessing, my friend. Uh, please, Michelle, can I put the spotlight now in Luana, Luana Benjamin? Uh, I would like to thank God for, for Kenstone Temple because um, we have amazing pastoral department at KT. Um, I have been working with um, Claudette, Pastor Amanda, Pastor Coffey, and I'm so blessed that then to be in touch with elders from Kenstone Temple, amazing people, and I agree with your prayers is a, is a blessing. Thank you, Luana. Luana is one cell leader. She's a kids department leader as well. So she's going to be praying for the kids, for the influence of the kids in the school. Thank you so much to join us. God bless you. I'm, Thank you. Luana. Thank you, Bishop. Oh, Marcelo, for inviting me tonight. Um, when, when he invited me, um, something that came to my mind about this topic, that we're seeing those days that our kids have so much information around them. And they are the generation full of energy, full of to, to, to discover new things, to know things more, to new adventure. And with all that is happening, especially those days, the, those past months that we don't have any kids ministry, any youth ministry, um, I want to pray now, I want to pray tonight for them so that God uh, wake them up, that they will get to know God more, so that they will remind the principles of God, so that we need to cover those kids, we need to cover the teenagers, the youth with our prayers, especially in this moment, because they are the generation. I am so blessed for all the, the prayers that, that I heard that have been together tonight. And um, 
I have a few topics that I want to share with you guys and I want us to pray together about. One of them is for the kids so that they can be committed to the kingdom of God, so that they can desire God more, so they can seek God and that they can be disinfluenced outside. So they, they can be used by God because I know in my soul um, that God can use them. And there is, there, there is a passage in the Bible that I like so much. And it's been Marcelo also shared on Sunday. I've shared with my girls um, on cells as well on <laughs> last time, so recently. And I love is about Jeremiah, the calling of Jeremiah. What I love about this passage and that says in chapter one, verses four, that's a, hold on. It says, the word of Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nation. Allah's sovereign Lord, I said, I don't know how to speak. I'm too young. In other passages says, I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm a child. But the Lord said to me, don't say you are too young. Um, you must go to everyone I send you to go and say whatever I command you to. Don't be afraid of them, for I am with you and I will rescue, declares the Lord. I love this passage because sometimes we think that only us adults can be used by God. But here clearly we just read. And God saying to Jeremiah, don't say that you're too young. Don't say that you are children because I will put in your lips, in your mouth, my word. It won't be by you, but it will be by myself, by my power. And I, I much believe that those kids can be used and that they have so much within them. And I, my, my prayers throughout those years um, is that they can get to know God truly, not only because they're here on the, on the Sunday schools, not only because they go to church with the parents, but they can be used because they love, they, they desire to feel God and to, to know our a supernatural God, because he's a supernatural, he's powerful, he can do things that no one else can do, he can offer what the world can, cannot offer to them. So God and his word has so many mysteries here to discover. And those kids need to be encouraged. They need to be to stir up in them so they can be an influence out there as well in their schools, especially at their schools now in the internet where they have so many messages, so many information, you know, and the information to them comes so much faster than for us sometimes. Sometimes we know things through the kids <laughs> and the same way the word of God needs to get to them fast and that they can be those influence out there where us adults can now reach so that they can reach those people, they can reach the youth. And in that way, um, those other kids can be reaching other people surrounded. And we, I also would like to pray <laughs> so that the Lord can protect their hearts, their minds, against all the influences around them, against all the messages that they hear, uh, against all the pressure that the society putting on them, because they are so little. But I know that God can protect them. Amen. And, 
And another point is that they can be sold and light out there. And I don't want to speak too much. I would like to pray with you guys about this subject. Amen. And I want you guys to put those children, those youth, those teenagers in your prayers daily, <laughs> always, because <laughs> they are suffering so much influences. And we don't, we don't know, but they are. Amen. And they need our prayer as well. And that they can be those, the, the church that God has called them to be outside as well. Amen. Amen. Father, Lord, thank you for this night. Thank you, oh Lord, for your presence. Lord, in this moment, I ask you, Father, that you can touch every single kid. We put them in your presence. We pray not only for our kids, not only for the church, not only for the ones that we know, but we pray, oh Lord, for the ones out there, for the ones as well that does not know you. Father, Lord, first, I would like to pray for the ones that, that, uh, for, that our kids, oh Lord, that you can touch our kids. Lord, that you can protect them. Lord, that you can stir up in them, that they will desire, Lord. Put the desire in their hearts. Lord, a desire to know you more, to seek you more, to know that you are extraordinary, God. That you're not only the God that says in the Bible, that not only the God that the fathers seek, but the Lord, that the great and mighty God, Father. I ask you so that you can reveal yourself to them that they can experience you, O Lord. We read in the passages, O Lord, in the Bible, so many stories, so many passages of young people, Lord, that has been used by you. And I ask you, O Lord, in Jesus' name, that you use those kids, that you raise them up, O Lord, that you stir them up, that you wake them up, O Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, I ask you that those kids can seek you, that they can have the desire, Lord, and the thirsty for you. In Jesus' name, Father. Father, I ask you so that you can protect their minds against, oh, Father, all the influences that they have at this moment, all the influences that this of this world. Lord, all the, the pressure that they have, oh, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that you can protect their hearts, that you can protect their minds in Jesus' name. Lord, I ask you in Jesus' name, oh, Lord, that you rebuild all the fear, Lord, all the doubts about you, all the doubts about your promises, about who you are, about what they are as well, oh, Lord, that they, they that they have a certainty that they are chosen, that they are the children of God, that you are a living God. You are not just on the Bible, that you know just appeared in the past, but you are the present, you are the future. And they, they, they can put their hope in you. They can put their trust in you and they can leave, oh Lord, the supernatural. In this time, in this generation, oh Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you that you touch them, that they can be the influence out there that they can be an influence oh lord in their schools within their family within their their, their and their friends lord in jesus name i ask you as we read jeremiah said that he was very young that he was a child that he didn't know how to speak but you said to jeremiah don't say that you're too young i will put my words in you wherever you wherever i tell you to go you will go 
Lord, I ask you that the same way you touch the lips of those kids, Lord, that you put in their, their mouth your word, Lord, that you let them, oh Lord, be bold. Lord, let them be so powerful, Lord, full of your power, Lord, so that they can be whatever you have asked them to be. You have chosen them, O oh Lord. You have formed them, the womb. You know them from the very beginning. You have a purpose for their life. You have a purpose for them and for this generation. They did not come by any chance, but they come to this generation, O oh Lord, for this time, because you have a plan and a purpose for them. Lord, and I pray that they don't get old so that they can preach, that they not get old so that that they can share that they can have experience with you but i pray for now in the it's now it's not in the future but now that you begin your word within them and through them now in jesus name i ask you father father protect them let them be an influence oh lord let them speak open up their voice oh lord in the same way they, they, they that they are so curious to know more to to be interested in so many other things that they will be interested to know you to be committed to the kingdom of god to know you deeply lord in jesus name and that they can they can fly they can fly oh lord with you Lord, in Jesus' name, I ask you, Lord, give them wisdom. Give them, O oh Lord, intelligence, O oh Lord, for these studies, that you capable them, Lord, that you, that you fulfill them, Lord, that they can be successful in their studies, all the exams, Lord, now that all this lockdown, that they, many of them will use the internet to study, Lord, that you will, that will able them, that they will not lack of, of education, O oh Lord, but you can give them wisdom within their houses, O oh Lord, in Jesus' name I ask you. Give them wisdom, give them the intelligence, O oh Lord, and the ability, O oh Lord, to learn even from home, Father. I ask you in Jesus' name, I pray. I also pray, O oh Lord, for those children that does not, that does not know you. Father, for the lost, Lord, I ask you that we can reach out for the, the those kids can be reached out oh father in jesus name that you can touch them that you can protect them in jesus name protect them father protect their hearts lord so many kids father that have so many fears in this moment oh lord with so many things happening and they don't know they don't understand what's going on father that you can put their certainty oh lord of your truth of your principles oh lord in their hearts lord that you can reveal your love your care for them in jesus name Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you can touch, that you can protect their hearts in Jesus' name. Oh, Father, Lord, I also pray, Father, um, that you cast all the fears, Lord, all the fear, and that you can give them the vision, the vision, that your vision in Jesus' name, that they can have experiences with you, Father, in Jesus' name, the same way that Jacob, or oh, that Joseph was so young and he had the dreams with you, 
Lord, the same way those kids, those generary, the, the generation now, Lord, that they can have a vision, that they can have a dream. Lord, reveal to those, reveal to those, oh Lord, those kids, those teenagers, those youth, and stir them up, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lift them up, oh Lord, in Jesus' name. Wake them up, in Jesus' Amen. name, and fulfill them with your power, with your fire, in Jesus' name. I pray and bless them, bless their studies, bless their future, bless their hearts and their family. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Thank Luana. God bless you. Thank you. you. God we bless are running you. a little bit late. Um, please, Michelle, I'd like to, to, to put the spotlight now in Gilea, Delia. Sorry, Delia. We call her Gisleia, but uh, at KT, she's known she by Delia. She's a nurse, and now we are going to pray for NHS staff. Uh, NHS staff, you know, they are working under pressure. And uh, it's, a, it's amazing to know that there are many nurses that uh, they are Christians. So thank you so much, Daria, for joining us. You can share with us and pray with us, please. Hi. Hi, good evening, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here, and um, it's so relevant for us to be here now, uh, lifting up NHS and lifting up all the World Health Organization and uh, all the healthcare system, not only here, but all over the world uh, with this, uh, in this season and uh, the situation that we are facing right now. Um, I'm not going to speak too much, but I just wanted to call your attention to the verse in the Bible, two verses, um, Philippians 4, 8 and 9. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, uh, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, these things, uh, think about those things. Uh, whatever you um, whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice. And um, this this is the prayers that I would like us to pray for the NHS staff, for the authorities out there making rules, make um, putting regulations into place. And I would also like to. Um, involved in bringing to this prayer um, every uh, aspect of healthcare because we know right now that there are people, there are authorities, there are labs that are developing drugs and treatments and everything going on. And um, we have so much, we have the media, we have communication that is interfering and sometimes they bring what is good, but sometimes it's not so good. And so that we would pray in that sense that God would uh, help us to do what we do with excellence, to practice what we have learned and that which is in line with the kingdom. Because uh, at a time like, like this, things, um, interests can change, can shift towards power, towards money, towards fame. And uh, we are there to care for people. And it's something so one thing that I can, like in my opinion, the last thing that we want when we seek and when we want help and when we need um, healthcare, the last thing that you want is people that are not thinking right and not 
practicing, putting to practice what is right. So um, let's come together now in prayer, thanking God for what we have, because we have quite uh, robust and a quite, um, you know, compared to other places, um, NHS having free access to health and having things that we have, equipment, treatment, everything that we have, the support that we have for healthcare is quite amazing. Of course, at a time like this, it's very easy to see um, our, our weaknesses, which is good because we can bring that before the Lord tonight and we can ask God to help us with our weaknesses. But we can ask God to help us to do what we are meant to do right and, um, and help us to um, exceed and to be excellent and to have an upgrade in our healthcare system. So that's what I, I ask you to join me now. Uh, first, to thank God for what we already have and thank God for the authorities and thank God for um, only God knows what would have been if we didn't have what we have in terms of, of health. But we know that with our petitions and with our prayers tonight and all the prayers that are happening all around the world, God, um, I believe in, 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 in how um, when we come together, sometimes when we are given um, some medicine and we have so a course of doses that we have to do, um, after we give all that medicine, the patient gets better. We cannot say which dose was the one that make uh, the, 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 the treatment to work because it's all of them together. So all our prayers together can make a huge difference in what is happening today, is happening in this season. So let's come together in prayer. First, thanking God for what he's doing, for what he has done and for what he's yet to do. And then we are going to pray that NHS authorities, the NHS workers, anyone in any capacity bringing care will think properly, will think right and act right in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you tonight. We thank you for this opportunity. We thank you that you are the one that created this opportunity and brought together all these brothers and sisters uh, so that we together pray to you and together we petition on behalf of our NHS, Lord, on behalf of our authorities, Lord, that are now defining the rules, that are now making new laws and putting in place um, uh, rules that will uh, bring health and safety. Lord, I pray right now for the science behind the treatments, behind the drugs, behind these vaccines. We pray that everything will be effective. We pray, Lord, that everything is going to do be done according to your will, according to what has to be done. Lord, we pray now, Lord, that everything that we are doing in, in, in order to bring care to the community, in order to bring care for those that need our care, Lord, that we will be doing it uh, as it needs to be. Help us to be what we do better, Lord, better and better. Lord, upgrade our system, upgrade our care for the patients, Lord, I pray. I pray over the lives of every uh, caregiver, every, every care provider right now, Lord, that you would bless them, that you would help them, and that you would protect them in the name of Jesus. 
Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. And thank you, Lord, for everything that you have already done for us. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Hey, thank you so much, Delia. God bless you. Thank you. Thanks. Praise the Lord. Thank you very much. So now I'd like to, to ask Michelle, please, if you can put the spotlight on Marco Santana. Marco Santana, he's a professional musician. So we're going to pray for people who are struggling. We know people from hospitality, from music, from drama, from a lot of artists that are suffering, struggling with this COVID-19. But also, uh, Marcos, always share with me his testimony when he's among people who are not believers. So he's going to share and pray with us. And we still have Pastor Mauro from Angola with us before we finish. Thank you, Thank you Marco. Um, good evening, everybody. It's such a privilege to be here and be fed with so much solid food. Wow, this is amazing. I feel very blessed. Thank you, everybody. When uh, Marcel invited me to share a word with you guys today here about be a church out of the war, the, straight away this message came to me about the parable of the message of uh, who, uh, who is our neighbor. When the people ask Jesus who is our neighbor, and the example was very clear of the priest that passed over, didn't see the guy was on the floor. And then Levitic, like me, I already play as well on the, on the worship team on the Ministerial Novo Temple. And he passed over, didn't stop to see. So I clearly couldn't see that. The reason why the, the preach and the Levite do not stop to help the person who was need was the reason was because they were busy and go to the, the church to serve on the church. And sometimes we, we are negligent. We don't see the people around us as we have been shared today, our neighbors, the old people, the, the kids, because we are so focused on our minister that we forget about the others. So um, as a musician, I have opportunity to get out of the church and talk with the people. And there are a lot of people that never have contact with Jesus. They never really think about me come to the church because I believe the church is not the world, but we are the church. We are the people who can achieve the people. We are the people who can share the love. We can share the testimony and we can give hope for people, especially, for example, under the circumstances we are where the food sector was affected was entertainment of the um, hotel, uh, theaters, uh, like bar and all the entertainment industry have been affected. And a lot of musicians have to stop and they have no hope to go back to this industry. I know this season is going to pass. I believe God to be in control of everything. And I keep my belief that everything is going to go back to, if not normal as we know, but better normal because everything is in control of God, but many people don't have this belief. So I feel the responsibility as a church to give hope for these people through what God has been talking with me, through my belief, through the love they have looked after me. For that reason, I'd like to invite you to pray with me for hope for those people that have no hope, they cannot see what we can see. And also the way how we can affect um serve the, the society, the people around us, even so our family that don't know Jesus yet. Yes? So I thank you, Father, for opportunity to be here and be sure that you are listening to our praise. We thank you for everything you have been done for us and look after us, for your love through us, but we also ask you for strength to get out and 
preach out the gospel, to preach out our testimony that we, you have been doing our life and what you can do in everybody else's life as well. Giving courage, give like strength for we be brave and don't wait to only for the service on the church, only for the pray meet, but we be the channel, we be the breed that's gonna show the love of God for people that don't know you. There are a lot of people hungry. There are a lot of people desperate. There are a lot of people need your presence. They are asking questions about the future. They're asking questions about what decision to do, what direction to take. And the only direction is your direction. You are the way, you are the truth, you are the life. Give us strength, give us a word, give us like a strategy, open the eyes of our heart, open our eyes of the spirituality. Let we see those people who are need us and give us courage to open our mouth and share the gospel. Give the hope to the people. Doesn't matter if they're old, young, or they are kids, they are need for you and they have these uh, hungry and they are waiting for us to share our experience with you, to share the gospel with them. Please use us to glorify your name, to give all the glory for your kingdom and your name above all the name. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Marcos. God bless you, brother. Amen. Thank you very much. Um, praise the Lord. Now I'd like to ask Michel to put the spotlight on Pastor Mauro. Hello, Pastor Mauro. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. He talked with us from Angola, Luanda, Angola. Uh, Pastor Mauro is going to... Are you listening to us, Pastor Mauro? Are you listening? Are you listening to oh, me, my can friend? Can you hear me? Yes, I do. Are you hearing me? Hello, Mauro. I, I lost sound, so I don't think so. I'm listening to you. Yes. yes. Uh, Are you listening to me good now? Good evening, all. I'd like to thank you for the opportunity for, for us to share in this prayer meeting. Uh, first of all, Pastor Colin, uh, Bishop Marcelo, and all the elders that I, I know and have worked with, I would like to honor you for the, your lives and, and the teachings that and le lessons I learned with you. And surely they are part of the men or the ministry that we run in Angola. Uh, behind me, there is the flag of our nation, Angola. Please pray for us. Uh, I'm gonna share about the um, influence of the church in social media. And I would like to give you a idea of what we do here in Angola. For us to be able to be legal or recognized as a church by the state in Angola, we are required to have around 60,000 people spread throughout the country, and which is almost impossible for those churches who are beginning and it takes time to build a ministry, a solid ministry. So not only because of the pandemic, but because of this laws that forbid us to move as a legal church in, in the nation. Social media has become a very useful tool because uh, from here we can touch people from different uh, areas of the city and even of the country that it would require us 
the travel and a lot of logistics. But also we are finding very interesting that we are uh, also being able to reach people from nations far away from us. Like for example, for us, Timor-Leste is one of the nations that it's very, it's become becoming interesting for us here that we are more or less having a, a community of 4,000 people from Timor-Leste, which is mainly, mainly Catholics. And with that, I want to say one thing, because in social media today, the status quo is that I have so many followers. And by that, maybe we as church can drift away from being able to preach the, the gospel boldly while we're just looking for the numbers of followers that we are amounting with the time. But also we are moving in a, in a direction where we want to take a TV studio and a radio studio into a semi-professional level where we can do things with the creativity and in an excellent way for the kingdom. And with that, we are preaching the gospel with boldness and we are actually seeing a lot of things that I would like to encourage you. For many of you are preaching the gospel through the social media and all that. For you to do it boldly, to be done with the anointing because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. Sometimes it's what I found very, very interesting is that people have been healed, being delivered, even through the net. So there is no limits or boundaries for us to be able to reach those people where they are. And that is one of the things that I would like to really encourage uh, the church to, to do. And please pray for us uh, so that we may be able to move forward with this uh, media department. Amen. Uh, so let us pray for that. Amen. Father God, I thank you for the word that you gave us in the name of Jesus. And that word that you knew us before we were born. And with that, Lord, you anointed us and you called us forth to bring fruit forth to your kingdom. So I pray in the name of Jesus for the anointing of boldness and the anointing of creativity and the spirit of excellency for us to be able to share the good news as living letters that we are written by your spirit. Just as the same as Paul in the prisons, he wrote the, the letters for the church. If he had the social media available, maybe he would have done a better use that we in this time. So we pray God for this boldness and to use the keys that you have given us in such a time as this. Father, I pray for the provision for those who need to be able to start a media department to, to run it in a way, oh God, as if people would be face to face. Lord, let us have the fear of your name as we preach the gospel to nations and we preach the gospel not preaching our cultures, not preaching our ideas, but preaching the kingdom of God with power and the fear of the Lord. Lord God, I also thank you for the people that are listening to us tonight. Let them be encouraged in the spirit of the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, brother. It's a blessing. Say hi to your wife and kids. 
And Mauro is a good friend, an old friend. It's, it's a long history. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. Uh, Michelle, can we put the, the gallery now? I think I would hand back to Pastor Colin. It's 5 to 10. Thank you so much for everybody who participated today. God bless you all, guys. It's a, such a blessing. Thank you. It's okay. And you, Colin. You are on mute. Thank you for that. I, th I think I've got all the gallery. Can you all see the, in the gallery the panelists? Okay. Yeah. Yes, I had a little button here that I could do that. So thank you, Michelle. I got in first, unless you did it. <laughs> well, thank you so much, everybody, for participating tonight. It's been a, a pleasure uh, joining with you throughout the whole evening, and every person's contribution has been so beautiful. I mean, Marcos said just a moment ago that, you know, it was like food. We were being fed with, with so much truth. And it's so wonderful, so wonderful. And, um, you know, for me, um, I have to take in a lot. I give a lot out, um, studying and, and, and waiting on the Lord and, and preparing messages. And um, it's not easy. It's tough. <laughs> you know, it really is. Um, but so wonderful to just sit here and uh, listen and reflect on all that God has done in your lives, in the lives of the panelists. And then with the hundreds, two to three hundred have been uh, with us tonight, um, what that might mean if you all had the same opportunity to share. I started adding up the numbers of years and then it just got a bit too much for me to compute it all. But we have Marcelo, who's we, we've been together for 20 years. We have Claudio, 30 years. We have uh, Giuseppe, 30 years. Um, and then, of course, um, um, uh, Adan for so many years. And uh, Roberto, is, 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 he's been down 20 years, I think you said. Roberto, is that correct? So start adding all of that up. And um, my, it, it runs into 100, 200 years. So there's 200 years or more of uh, your experience and your wisdom. Um, and Luana, with the, with the burden you have for the kids, it's amazing. And uh, Delia, I'm praying for the uh, uh, NHS. I thought it was very insightful what, what you were saying. And Adam, his love for old people. Um, we prayed for old people, we prayed for young people, and we prayed for people like me who'd prefer not to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, praise God. And Mauro, we're praying for you, for your work in Angola. Fantastic that we could bring people together. Um, well, uh, we have, uh, of course, the UK, and we have Italy, and we have Angola, and uh, others also um, are possibly watching from different parts of the world. So it's been really, really fantastic. Now, tomorrow night, um, uh, I will be in the KT building. People are free to, to come to the building. Uh, we just have to make very, very sure that we stick 
as, as closely as necessary to the COVID regulations as we usually do, but uh, churches are exempt from the lockdown, but we have to be sensible. And, um, but what, what we'll do tomorrow night is that um, I will present from the platform at KT the first hour and share with you. And then we'll hand over to the prayer team for tomorrow night, which uh, is headed up by Lola, who will bring fellow lawyers in um, and also some from the Reveal Lounge. And I'm re really looking forward to, to spending time in prayer that way. And probably the, the rest of the evening will be, will, whole of the evening will be live streamed. So people join me for live stream in the first bit, they will link for the live stream in the rest of it. So that, that's how it goes. Right, wonderful. Well, thank you ever so much, Marcelo. Thank you. Very, very good. And Eddie, great words you, you shared in, in the beginning. Uh, it's really wonderful. Mm -hmm to hear you and to, to be fed and to enjoy the bread of life. So I'm going to round up some prayers um, and then in just in the last minute, we'll finish by saying the grace together. Father, I thank you for this prayer time tonight. Thank you for all the people participating and lift up to you them, themselves, as they've been praying for others. Pray for each and every one of them, Father, Pray for Mauro in, um, in um, Angola particularly, and also for Claudio in, in Italy. Uh, we thank you for their work and their labor of love. Pray you add every provision. Thank you for the breakthroughs that are happening in prisons amongst the fire service and also in church buildings and all the things that you're doing. So Father, we return thanks to you, not just for one another, most of all, thanks for you and also thanks in advance for hearing and answering prayer. In Jesus' name. Amen. So let's pray together. Now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forever. And surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Well, thank you for all our prayer delegates tonight joining us. God bless you, give you a great night, and we'll keep praying. Amen and amen. Thank, Thank you, Jesus. Colin. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. God bless you all. God bless.